The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome, welcome all to the very first D20 Syndicate AMA. Uh, a weekly Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I am your host and DM Seth, and around the table of the internet, no. <laughs> well, actually, we probably should do that. I'm sure you guys know who's who, but maybe you don't. So, I am your host and DM Seth, and around the physical table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas, and I played Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I'm disappointed we're not using other names, but I'm Pinwin. <laughs> Normally. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. And that's, that's right. right Each week we were recording for your listening pleasure, and now it is time for the AMA. Or the ultimate campfire question. Ask my ass. Please don't. We have a restraining order against it, and if it comes into contact... That's a very specific restraining order. But yeah, so once again, thanks for tuning in, guys. We really appreciate that. I know there's there may be some more people coming in here, but uh, I know Dan uh, or Debo, as he is in in, in uh, Discord, is Debo. currently locked into a meeting, so he might end up coming in, maybe not. But is other that like than that, a meeting, like a meeting, or well, like he, a work he meeting? sent me a picture. Yeah, it was a it was a work meeting. He, is this a meeting <laughs> with like, like room at yeah. Yeah. I was like, house? You haven't confirmed what type of meeting it is. And Technically, now you're I don't even know if it was actually. I don't know if it was a meeting, but he just sent the picture. <laughs> and I was like, it was a toilet. Okay. And there was this weird thing that said Getty Images at the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's a marketing meeting. Looked really um, important. Shouldn't disturb him. Uh, Stonks are up. <laughs> They're way up. You yeah. gotta protect. I don't know stomps. if any of you guys are yeah doing GME or AMC right now, but it's a it's a roller coaster uh, for stonks. <laughs> but thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> Damn, as a Dungeons sometime. and Dragons DM, <laughs> I'm also a financial advisor, <laughs> and I say buy all the stocks, all of them. Yep. Not legally Throw or financial all of your money advisor, towards please it. do not take any advice seriously. <laughs> uh, please so, take out your own financial advisors. I think we should probably get started, um, and uh, we'll we'll go with our our pre pre written ones first, and then we can always move down the line and go into the ones that you guys post into the, the Q and A and everything like that. Uh, it's hard to see you guys, so uh, everybody. Well, I know Dustin is, but if if you guys can hear us well and everything like that, just raise one hand and, and or uh, or just let us know in Discord, and yeah. I will deal with it. But this you is physically much easier. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> raise I'm, your I'm fucking. A fan. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let me know. Yeah, I'm not you guys as DM. You don't have to do what I say. <laughs> Fuck Seth. Leave him. We always raise hands all are at the, the table DM, really. <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. Can I in the room? Well, would you guys like to get started? Yeah. Or maybe yes. we could do. It's like, weird would that we can't like? actually see each other. Like we're staring at ourselves. But. Maybe we could. I see tiny little heads, and it makes me really excited. Maybe we could do like a round robin situation because we have some for individual people. Yeah. And then do we, we could like rotate all of the all ones first or last. Who cares? I don't let's know. Let's just start rattling them off. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah. I'll go not through. Not sound too glib. I'm gonna go through the Google cannon form. style. All right, oh, Lindsay's gonna we, go through the form. Are we taking turns? No, you can go. That's fine. Okay. Make sure you say who it's from and who it's to. Do I say last names? Probably no, not. Just no, just drop their first name. I, I got you. Okay. <laughs> you get <getting> doxxed. <laughs> who is this? Yeah. This is Liz. I probably should stop singing these, huh? Okay. 
I mean, so, if you want to be super annoying, that's fine. Just, you know, <laughs> that's it's your, your prerogative. prerogative. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. Thanks. Okay, are you ready? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Do you feel like your characters and you have very similar personalities? Who asked it? And who, this it's is from everyone? Liz. <laughs> to that everyone. Is from Liz. Okay. Put your conch. Hold on. What? What? Can we I got. Use I got you. Oh, he's got his like peace pipe. Yeah, I was just gonna say. All right. Railroad whistle. Why would you put that far away? So they can see it's my turn. We have the stick here. And it's my turn. Are you talking shit on my hair, <laughs> Trevor? <laughs> Y'all talking shit about my jean jacket? <laughs> um, so uh, we've got the talking stick here, and so we'll I'll choose random uh, randomly. So read the question again, and then we will uh, okay. do that. This is from Liz. Okay. Do you feel like your character and you have very similar personalities? All right. Thank you, Liz. And first and foremost, you know what? I'm going to give it to you, Lindsay. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. Um, what do you think, guys? I'm nothing like Pinwin. <laughs> Not even kind of. No. Um. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm pretty like Pinwin, especially in like the kind of. Well, it depends on the day, I guess. Jumping the into Im- portals. Yeah. The <laughs> impulsivity thing. Like, I'm. I'm an ADHD queen, and uh, so impulsivity is kind of my thing sometimes. And um. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'm like really goofy like that. I did really like rolling around in grass as well when I was a kid. So (laughs) it's totally the same there too. Okay, Anna. (laughs) I guess this might be a kind of additional piece to it, but she said same question for our new characters. Do we want to come back around for Uh, that one? Well, let's... We, I, I feel like that's one that we won't touch on right now because it's secret. Uh, but yeah, secret, secret. I got a secret. Secret. <gasps> You've got it. It's you. I like how this got very corporate retreat very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, this is our corporate retreat. <laughs> Billy's basement. Billy's basement. It's all we can basement. afford. Corporate retreat. Welcome to the Dunderdome. <laughs> okay. Um, shit. Question was, are, are we like our characters? Yes, yeah. Okay. How? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I think we've talked about this uh, privately several times about how they're basically just analogs of us in some capacity, some more than others. We all watched Billy stab a guy once yes. <laughs> under a wagon. That was nonfiction. Yeah. That was a retelling. Yeah. I had to fit it in there. I just I wanted to make him feel the shame, but he didn't. He you go to Chi Town. <laughs> you just gotta live it up. You gotta do all the things. You know, shopping, the bean, the <laughs> thing and stabbing people. <laughs> you know? Solid. Catch, catch a Fallout Boy show before they get big. <laughs> Lower on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stump. Don't at me. But yeah, essentially, in a nutshell, uh, to some some degree, yeah, I think this one, this one, this is. So how are how are you most similar to Willem? Do you think? Uh, kind of like an elitist douchebag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where, Checks uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we're just always second guessing other people's, uh, not opinions, but like anytime I feel like Tomar would try and come up with a plan, I would be the foil. (laughs) And that's kind of our real world dynamic. So how about any uh, positive traits? Yeah. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all I got. I'm I'm made of 
<laughs> my ability to come up with examples. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. All right. That. Well, cool. Well, thank you, Billy. Yeah. Um, Tomas. Uh, Tomar is pretty similar to me as far as like trying to come up with pr- pragmatic solutions and shit like that. I am not very uh, spiritual as a person at all. Uh, I don't really think about my heritage very often. Like, none of that shit is tied to me at all. But as far as, like, how I handle situations, uh, Tomar is very similar to me in that capacity. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed doing that in a fantasy world, and I'm excited to try something different next time. That's as much as I'll say, so. Okay. Um, Sammy? Mm Mm-hmm. Finally. <laughs> I'm Michaela. Let's get fucking real. <laughs> Shit, it's the only thing I remember. Um, yeah, yeah. I would say, I think all of us kind of based these characters a little bit on on ourselves in certain ways. And I certainly did with Gorbel. I would say that Gorbel is very neurotic and I can also be that way a little bit. I think um, we chose some of our less favorable qualities and some of our good ones, and kind of played those up a little bit. I didn't even. And I don't mean have to answer that to. question because there's too many. They're all. <laughs> yeah. Are you like all you aspects said? of me? I guess who would be the NPC that you guys would think would be closest to me? Calcifer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? The yeah. dancing. <laughs> We've talked about like this. It's like the exact same. I with thought the that dancing. was a joke every time. <laughs> no, it's Calcifer or what was it? Dirk. Dirk. Yeah. Dirk. <laughs> wow. Calcifer. Wow. I think I was going to say wow. Durant, maybe, because he's really cool. Or I mean, the, the audience and the audience <laughs> wouldn't really. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the audience wouldn't really understand that because there wasn't much Durant on the show. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Durant's part was a lot more prevalent uh, before the podcast. Which you guys will find out Which, with yeah. the timeline. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. in case you guys didn't pay attention or missed it or just didn't really care, um, <laughs> I will be recording uh, like the ultimate previously on um, from the first couple of arcs leading into the podcast itself, something that someone who's either a fan or a first-time listener can go and get completely caught up uh, at, and something we probably should have done a <laughs> long time ago. But um, now it can be you know, kind of extensive and, and, and plopped in there. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that, and uh, that's pr- coming pretty soon. So I'm working on it currently. All right, next question. Okay, this one is also from Liz. What age did you all start playing D&D? How the fuck old am I? <laughs> You're 30. Uh, That's, uh, this is a math. You shouldn't years. have to do that kind of math for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Everyone shut up. I'll answer. Uh, <laughs> I started playing D&D my very first time. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, but I was either six or seven years old and my cousin he was a huge D&D nerd. My other cousins, like, like they love D&D. And they played, uh, I, be- I believe they played second edition. I think that's all that was out then. Um, but uh, they, like, he had played all night and then everybody left. And it was me, him, and my other cousin there, uh, his sister. And we both wanted to play because we had saw the big kids play. So we wanted to play. So he 
essentially homebrewed a game where he took action figures and we got to pick which one was us. And then he used a deck of cards and whatever he drew, that's how much damage you would do or how successful you were. And so he took us on this adventure where any enemy we'd encounter was one of the action figures in his giant pile. It was really a really good intro into it and then you know later on they would let me like play Dungeons and Dragons with them a little bit and but it was always like hit or miss uh like just every once in a while and then I think when I was like 17 is when I started playing like a lot with uh some of my friends and then I think Tomas got roped in eventually Billy got roped in and then these two have only been playing for Basically the length of this campaign, but... <laughs> yeah. Yep, January of 2018? Correct. January 4th, 2018. So we're kind of That was the first session. But it's they like the eight years. So... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> My first time was with Seth. He, in high school, he did Kung Fu, and he convinced me to go with him to Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And right away, they were like, okay, we're going to run for like 30 minutes. So I was like, nope. <laughs> And I just waited there for them all to get back. And then after they all did Kung Fu, uh, we went back to the the instructor's house and we played D&E there. And I don't even remember my character, but he fucking died like right away because wow. the, the instructor is not a good DM or at least he's very harsh. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. He was a very harsh. My very first session playing with him, my character died in the first 20 minutes by falling down the stairs. He kept making me do saves <laughs> as I would hit each stair, and I died before I even reached <laughs> the bottom. I was playing a monk, too. Oh That's so embarrassing. That's so like Because I was in a fight, and I was, like, fighting the some enemy, and he, like, knocked me down the stairs, and then he just was rolling handfuls of dice every time... I hit the. I actually like some titanium ass. I think he invited you over to kill you. Yeah, I mean, I'm a malevolent guy. Yeah, in D and D, but I mean, use a gun. (laughs) Way easier. Shoot the stairs. Uh, Kung fu this. Can't you just kill me? (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, next question. Yeah. Okay. Um, what questions specifically for Seth? Uh oh. I have one for you. Just one though. I was just kidding. Okay. Do you have a system that helps you remember everything and keep the story moving smoothly? This is from Liz, and that's it. I think. Do I have a system? Well, so I've got. I wish I had the. I wish I had thought to bring it, but I have a, like a stack about this tall of note cards. Um. And that's just for the process of like writing things down and and occasionally sorting through them. But a, a big portion of it is my system tends to be you do a ton of front end uh, planning and strategizing before the campaign starts. And it becomes so much easier after things get rolling that it's like in any so any job you've ever had especially if you're like a, in a like a service job or anything like if you've ever been a bartender, for example, you get. Like you have your standards, you've got your things that you learn when you start the job, you've got your, your Budweiser, you've got your, you know, your Miller, you've got all the standards. And then a lot of times you'll have like a new, a new thing on tap or you'll get like a new fleet of beers. You once you learn those basic beers, you never have to think about those. You always know what those are. And then it's just about adjusting to the new ones that come in. But if you come in and you're trying to like remember a bunch of different things at once without, you know, setting up the groundwork, you're going to like freak yourself the fuck out because there's just so much information. So 
I, my system is to do a ton of front end work so that I can adjust, uh, you know, as need as needed, um, and not worry so much about how, uh, you know, remembering every detail, but being saying that I remember pretty much everything that happens in our, in our campaign. I don't know that my brain's just wired that way when it comes to like the little, little nuggets of information and background did. stuff, but I think it's easier because I created it. But mm. other than that, I mean, I can't really give any advice because it's just like, I just remember it, stupid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's my answer to that. Fucking note cards. <laughs> yeah, some note cards and then a lot of like just trying to reinforce it into your brain matter. It's it's a lot of note cards. Yeah. Seth okay. was at a park and the cards blew away one time. <laughs> like, no! so, we, so we had to start a new campaign. Yep. <laughs> Because I refuse to be bested by nature once again. <laughs> okay. All right. What's the next question? Yeah. Um, I guess one last tidbit from Liz. Um, thank you. She said Pinwin's her favorite and that I do an awesome job. <laughs> I'm not I'm not kidding. It was there. It was real. <laughs> we, we believe was, you. Was the last Nobody question. was <laughs> contesting it. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> okay. These are from Tomas. Let's, let's do uh, patrons first. Okay. Yeah. Patrons first. So Lindsay, Lindsay, Bo, Bincy. Oh, wait, for Dork Store. It's, Dork it's Dork. not me. Okay. Dork Store. That's, by the way, anytime we mention Dark Star, that's what, what we say. Dark it's, Star. It, yeah, I love it. Okay. Stars. Both as a player and in character, what is the most memorable moment from before the podcast started and then after for all of us? Oh, shit. From before yeah. the podcast started, uh, Probably because it just like it kept surprising me so much throughout the campaign. Um, one thing that was super memorable to me was meeting Jennifer at the chicken. Mm. I met her in a cave, I think, mm -hmm. in our first or second mm -hmm. session yeah. and decided that I just wanted to have a, a chicken. She seemed really nice. <laughs> she she seemed real wall. cute yeah. and scared. So I decided to just take her along, and protect her. But oh boy. Did that lead to some other stuff? So that meeting Jennifer, blood. that was my pre-podcast, like, most memorable thing. After the podcast started, I have to say the uh, the funeral for Herstag. Mm. That was a... <laughs> oh, I assume that if you're in here, you're if you're, you're the end of campaign I, and you're worried about spoilers, you have fucked up. Dead. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, that was it. Was really memorable. It was a a big moment for us. I think I saw everyone at this Sorry. table cry a little bit. Yeah, not. Lindsay. Fucking, yeah, Lindsay was the only which one. Which is super hard just so laughing at us. Not like that me. fucking rock. I normally am like, if anyone watches My Hero Academia, like Izuka Midoriya when he's crying constantly, that's me. Like 100% normally, but yeah, I'm apparently Lady Stoneheart when I'm replying, so. <laughs> nice. Straight well, up. thank you. You're welcome. Mm, let's do Lindsay. Okay. Because <laughs> you guys are right here. <laughs> oh, I thought you had a lighter. All right. <laughs> She's like, we are setting fire to Billy's face when I decided. I give you. <laughs> okay. So my favorite moment before the podcast. Um, so I, I think my 
This might be my favorite. It's just the one that I always think was on the podcast, but it wasn't. But it is when I shot a girl in the arm. <laughs> that was your favorite. And I got my new pants. My new, the sequin pants. Like Shoot a kid, get some I pants. Kept, yeah. That's the American dream. It was, you know, like some good and some bad in that Penwin situation. I actually but wrote a song about this, too. I did. I You will get to hear them, actually, soon. I don't know. Should I have not said that? <laughs> we told you not to make any promises. I'm sorry. <laughs> what about after the podcast? Yeah, question everything. Um, I always loved when we went to Hot Springs. Um, like really every single Hot Springs episode. <laughs> I don't know. They were super fun. And oh my gosh, so there were a lot of cool things. Also, my memory is not very good, but I, I it was really cool too when um playing like seeing Lewin like turn into a goddess that was that was really cool because I yeah I was Lewin before so just seeing like her live on while I played another character was really really neat very nice does that count I, that counts that, good? <laughs> that is the thing that happened after the podcast <laughs> that you recanted it counts uh, before the podcast, there was actually a lot of cool stuff. And <laughs> Afterwards, it sucks. I'm, I'm excited. Way cooler before they started getting bigger. <laughs> I'm excited to listen to the timeline thing again because there was a lot of cool stuff. But one thing I'm remembering right now, off the top of my head, is uh, Starhost was getting sieged, and uh, we had to formulate a plan together to uh, stop them. And we spent like a bunch of time like planning where exactly everyone went we cast a spell on uh shadow and made him huge and made him uh plow through a bunch of soldiers and stuff and played I hungry by the wolf by yeah. <laughs> or hungry like the wolf yeah we were using plowing through everybody using licensed music for that um but yeah that was really exciting and cool and it was really satisfying seeing the battle play off that's one thing that we didn't do as much on the show uh, we had uh, several strategic things that we spent a lot of time planning that ended up paying off well. Uh, I would like to get back to doing stuff like that at some point. But um, on the show, uh, probably the rekindling the Soul Forge thing, because that, that was all cool. what Tomar was trying to do the whole time. Mm-hmm. The the switcheroo that uh, um, Maria did <laughs> when I was like ready to sacrifice myself, but she like pushed me back and so went into the Hall of Champions. Yeah, really wow. cool. Falling into the, the light, growing the beard, just all that shit was super tight. I loved it. All right, Billy. I also love a lot of the strategic stuff that we did prior to, I mean, I feel like we tried to do stuff on the podcast where we tried to plan, but it always just ended up being like, all right, shut the fuck up. We just need to go. <laughs> well, I, and I do think that power creep is a thing. Like the, the stronger you get, the less you really exactly. have to be strategic. Exactly. You're, mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. these guys. Let's whoop their asses. Yep. Exactly. And that's why one of the, one of my favorite things is one of the earliest things that we did was, uh, basically home aloneing uh <laughs> the siege of moonreach when yeah. we were when we were still that was children. like the second session oh, yeah. yeah and we fucking planned so much stuff <laughs> that, like over planned it was ridiculous and but it was so much fun and i had a blast post what did what would you call that before before recording after recording uh, after AP? recording <laughs> yeah, yeah br br and ar <laughs> um honestly 
uh, pretty much the same thing uh, as far as like re- rekindling the Soul Forge. I really liked the whole Belderac uh, excursion. Um, I won't get into too much detail again. Spoilers. I don't know who. I I, I feel <laughs> I, like I feel like everybody has I, has reached the end. Well, I don't think Liz has. So now that I think about it, I'm oh feel, okay, sorry, yeah. Liz. Well, Liz <laughs> on, is Liz on the no no live stream? Liz will probably listen to it uh, after the fact. Okay. okay. Oh, gotcha. okay. I thought she so, was on here and we ruined her <laughs> stick. Oh my god! <laughs> I even like oh, see, and I thought, salted the wound. I was like, her like, stick's dead. Like, and I was hoping that was the case. Oh man, but yeah. Um. The whole Beldrack thing and uh, the fight with Aro and stuff like that. That whole arc was just super epic and I really loved it. So, yeah. Very nice. I will talk about my favorite. Um, so, before we started the podcast, oh, thank you. Um, before we started the podcast, uh, my f- absolute favorite scene of all time is when everyone went to Deepminster for the first time and you guys needed to get into the festival, uh, the end of the year festival so that you could, uh, like, I can't even remember a hundred percent what the, the very specifics you guys were trying to do, but you needed to get inside and protect the King, the young King. And, um, there was a, just a, a whole mess of issues going on. But so Gorbel pretended to be a woman named Sasha and, seduced a a a noble named Aislinn Hardsprinter and he was this old guy and they wanted to like get information from him because they thought he might be connected to like the shitty shit that was going on with the council and so they used Durant's snake juice to make him tell nothing but the truth they gave like overdosed him on it so he couldn't not tell the truth all he was doing is like i don't know why i said that but you look absolutely lovely and if i i feel like if i play my cards right you and i can end up in bed together tonight like he was just the like <laughs> way over overly so is that when i hid in the glove compartment that you hid in a chest in the back of a carriage glove so all, they decided to go to the <laughs> festival and they get in the back and then unbeknownst to gorble smoochie and uh tomar or no, it started off with Zyko and Tomar are in the front of the carriage and yeah. like she's walking out of the house and <laughs> she sees them. They're just like, ma'am. And <laughs> Pinwin is hiding in the back in the chest, like in the actual slowly carriage. suffocating. And like, yeah, slowly suffocating, <laughs> lifting it, the, like the, the bottom up so he can see and breathe. And... They they pull off and they're trying to get this guy. They're trying to get as much information as they can for this guy. And so they keep going in circles in the in the like around the clock tower in the center of Deepminster. And at one point, Zyko jumps off of the carriage and Smoochie, who is doing something completely different, comes running up, jumps in completely different pair in the front. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They keep going in circles. They're telling tons of lies. And eventually Pinwin pops out because he can't breathe anymore and then says he's like an impromptu bard. Like it was just this. Insane scenario. <laughs> I wish you guys could hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the campaign, I, or after the podcast started, uh, it's all trash. I hate it all. Um, <laughs> anytime I was talking, that's my favorite. No, um, after the podcast began, um, or AC or AR, AR. AR. Yeah, um, I would say one of the best moments. Um, I feel like yeah, we've got the funeral, um, but we, yeah, pretty much any time that. Uh, people were being like 
you know, for the most part, the players are very goofy and very like, you know, they're they're just joking around. But anytime about? that like serious <laughs> drama happens as a DM, like watching that unfold and just kind of sitting back and allowing that to happen is is very nice. Like I just like the other day re-listened to the father episode where Lewin is, uh, you know, chosen and uh, everyone's like arguing about what to do and Willem is just like like you can hear his emotion in his voice and everybody's just like at odds on what to do and eventually you know it happens and then shortly afterwards everybody's that's when they made up the whole Mort's Port Shorp thing in the, <laughs> in the tunnel which which was fabulous so just that dichotomy the you know the the yin and yang of the uh of the role playing. Those are, those are always like my favorite parts, but yeah, like very, those specific emotional moments. Those are, those are always my favorite. Mm-hmm. I know I talked for a very long time and I apologize guys. I'll let it be. You guys go ahead next time. I like those. I too. didn't even have the conch. Road. <laughs> you broke the rule. What's the next question? <laughs> okay. Next question is also from Dark Sword. Dark Sword. What got you as players wanting to record the podcast to begin with? I can answer this one. Yeah, yeah. Go okay. for it. You take this one. Uh, I don't I think didn't. anyone <laughs> wanted to, really. Uh, they hadn't thought about it at all. And I had just started watching Critical Role. Uh, it may have been after we were playing on our own. Uh, but I was like, "Yeah, what if we did that? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I was like, how about it? And, like, and then right. we all pinched him a bunch and yeah. kicked him. It was just, it, it just kind of happened organically. Eventually, uh, we were, we already had some uh, Let's Play equipment because Billy and I had a Let's Play channel. So I was like, we might as well use this shit. So, I mean, it was mostly my idea, but then everyone else mm-hmm. like did their thing and became part of it. So yeah. I'm glad you kept pushing. Yeah. It's been really it's been fun. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just keep pushing. And okay. Oh my God. Yeah, this is a great oh time God. to go over the ones I have for you, Seth. Ow. Okay. I have a couple. Lay it on me. Do it. Question one: Are you mad at us? Yes. We fucked up oh, hard. <laughs> I feel like. Well, no, we did good, but like you were. Is this were a you ex- question? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you. You worked so hard to like create this elaborate story and have like so many like good plot elements, and we're just like, do do do. Let's go to hot springs. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, no, because I think any DM that has a specific idea in mind of what needs to happen uh you should probably just write a story as opposed to uh playing D because D is a collaborative game and you want to provide a good experience for your players and i mean that being said some players do like to be on the rails especially new players they want to know you know what they can do what they can't do they want a specific direction um so with as i said that being said there are there are some instances where that is important but i think that if you if your goal when you start dming is i want this specific course of actions to happen this way and if things change i'm going to uh not you know i'm going to not let it happen i'm going to change things so that i make sure that this outcome happens and i think that that is uh, just not a. It's it's usually the hallmark of a a more inexperienced DM. Um, 
or somebody who just should would be better off telling a story. Everyone's leaving because I'm talking too much. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it for tonight, folks. Uh, but no, I would say, <laughs> no, I think everybody's getting up to go to the bathroom and Michaela is crawling on the ground to avoid being in front of the camera. Nobody needs to here. see me walking because I walk like Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now that I'm alone at the table, um, thanks, everyone. Uh, Billy, I can ask a question for you. Um, See, so, oh yeah, I'm not mad. Everything's Gucci. What okay. are you mad about <laughs> this time? All right, Billy. Here, Hi. Here is a question. Oh, okay. What was your plan for going inside of the great adversary's mouth? Oh, <laughs> so it's really dumb. As with pretty much 99 percent of my entire existence. <laughs> uh, so when I was a kid, I loved Jurassic Park, and. We're going deep dive in this one, but I'm going to give you the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> when I was a kid, so it's 1997, I'm at, I'm at High View with my grandma. Yeah, this sounds a brief <laughs> I'm at High View with my grandma, and this is when they used to have book stands, and there you could buy books at High V at the grocery store. It's a grocery store in the Midwest, if you don't know High V. And there was this book there called Meg, and the tagline was, a, was Jurassic Shark. Anyway, they made a terrible movie about it just a few years ago. I was very excited very disappointed that's a whole other story anyway <laughs> at the end of this book spoiler uh the, the main character drives a like mini submersible vehicle down the gullet of the megalodon gets out in his underwater apparatus suit and with it's with the megalodon's own tooth cuts its fucking heart out and kills it and i thought that was cool and i was like i want to do that so that was my plan. <laughs> that was a bad plan. <laughs> yeah. It I think it would have been cool. It would have been dope as fuck. <laughs> so fuck you. Yeah. So eat, eat, eat shit. Kiss, <laughs> kiss my piss. Here's kiss my piss. Here's one for Seth that we also wanted to ask. Oh, okay. And it's like in game. Uh, when you, when Pinwin cast weird, mm -hmm. uh, what was the greatest, the great adversary's biggest fear? You said you would answer it. Oh wait, wasn't that the master or was it was it the adversary? Great it was adversary. the great adversary. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the great adversary's greatest fear would be uh, basically seeing essentially what happened, but seeing everything, all these plans that have been in motion, all of the time and energy spent trying to you know basically combine with the master, combine with the host, find a way of getting back to the material plane. To see all of that sort of crumble would be a big one. Might have been a, a too philosophical. So barring that, I would say that a bunch of mice would be uh, <laughs> probably yeah! the scariest thing that, you know, there's no mice in the abyssal or ethereal planes. So. Whoa. That's canon. <laughs> Whoa. I love it. All right. Well, let's uh, hop around. Make sure everybody okay. gets. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're my questions. They're from other I, people. I apologize. <laughs> you want to get out of my room? <laughs> Lindsay, do you want to move Slim to like character room. questions? I already asked one from for okay. Willem. Okay. Um, Darkstar has a few more. Oh. Okay. For everyone. Okay. I'm just kind of going through by who, person. Yeah. <laughs> you were quicker, Darkstar. Well, um, we, I think everyone did a couple of times, but I'd yeah. Say we might want to. Go ahead. Okay. Dwarf Dwarf said, would anyone else DM besides Seth? 
And um, I could probably answer that. I mean, for the uh, for like a whole campaign. For a whole campaign, no, for the no, 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 no way, no, no way. <laughs> nope. For one shots, a few of us are planning on it. Yeah, maybe. this may answer another question. Like all of us have kind of been slowly working on potential one shot adventures. Right. Then that was the next question. Right. So um, nice. Where each of us would kind of DM. Not all of us are mm-hmm. doing it, but I mean, there isn't anything ready yet. But we are working on that. So mm-hmm. yeah, but. As far as full length campaigns, I don't think that's ever gonna do anything <laughs> with us. So Mm-mm. Mm-mm. we don't mm-hmm. have the patience. We know our strengths. Yeah. yeah, we are thespians. Well, we know our weaknesses. I don't know my <laughs> I'm not playing to any strengths. That's a strength to know your weaknesses. So. Ah. That's true. Mm, makes you think. <laughs> what is your greatest weakness? I know all of my strengths. <laughs> uh, all right. What's uh? What's another question? Okay. So. The next set of questions, or at least one of them here, is coming from the pool boy. Dot 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 giggity. Nice. <laughs> also, whatever that is, <laughs> being a DM isn't being the bridesmaid. It's always being the bride. So keep that in mind. Okay. And That's questions for all the cast from Pool Boy is: What will you miss most about your first campaign characters? Oh. All right. Oh. Um, Paint Billy Warp dagger <laughs> Done at one wow. and done Tomas uh, So mm-hmm. Tomar was very uh, Fire thematic wise And I'm probably not going to make another character That does as much fire stuff I just love fire I think it's cool um, Fucking pyro Yeah and I don't know if I'll do another dwarf. I, I want to expand my horizons, but dwarves are like one of my favorite fantasy races. So probably just creating the helping Seth create the lore for the dwarves and the background for the deity and stuff was my favorite thing. I, yeah, I want to add to that. I also just recently listened to the Belderock episode and the lore that we have w- had worked on coming to fruition right there. Like that was a that was a good fucking episode for lore. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and uh, Tomas or Tomar being super salty with everyone. Because he was way, like excited, <laughs> way excited. Everyone else is like making fun of it. <laughs> Assholes. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um. What I'll miss most about Pinwin is um, getting to be positive a lot. Um, yeah, and being a bard and being a halfling. Now that I've played a bard halfling, I don't want to do anything else, but it might not be so fun if I'm like, hey, my new character is a bard halfling with red hair. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot I'll miss about Pinwin, but um, yeah. What will I miss most about Gorble? I'm going to miss the bard spells a lot. A lot, a lot, because those were fun. Um, But also, I think it's just I'm going to miss everything because we have been playing these characters Mm -hmm. for, like, I mean, since the beginning. Yeah, Yeah. a really long time now. And very, very regularly and for very long periods of time. <laughs> very long periods of time. I don't know how time. to stop you. So now it feels like it's kind of like a little part of myself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, where, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. I guess this part of me is dying. <laughs> Thanks for well, ascending, Mika. I guess that's it. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. No, I, I'll miss a lot about Gorbel. 
Yeah, I, I think we figured we figured out like in our first year of playing in this campaign, we had done over 200 hours of D and D. Like mm. it might not even have been a full year. It was like 10 months maybe. Cause mm. we were on the road and we were like trying to figure it out. We're like, we've at least done over 200 hours, like no problem. in the, like just the first little bit because we had, we would play for like eight or nine hours every single Saturday for, yeah, for weeks and weeks and weeks. So yeah, it was, it was pretty intensive. Um, I'm not going to answer this question because I feel like my role doesn't really change. Uh, I will, there's some NPCs that I will, you know, miss playing, <laughs> but you know, that's all part of it. You, you, you just, you Maybe. create them to be fodder sometimes. Hey, it's definitely. only 20 years later. Maybe some of them will who's, pop back in. Who's yeah. your favorite NPC? My favorite. Or, or like the oh, one that you're going to question for everyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So and, like wh what's the one you're going to miss playing most? Um, I really, I, okay. So from outside, like, uh, sort like external factors, that's the words I'm looking for. Um, I would say Zyko is one of my favorites because he was just this random kid that you guys forced <laughs> to come along with you. <laughs> And we kidnapped this child. <laughs> he just wanted to be an well, adventurer. I mean, yeah. And he... He just stayed there. He yeah, stayed. he just kind of hung out. We were he like, guys, hey, can you watch the cart? Yeah, and then he defended the cart, and you guys were like, that is the most badass thing that's yeah. ever happened. Holy shit. We're he defended the cart him. from one guy <laughs> with his stick at 14 years old, and then they were like, can we train him? And so they all decided they were going to train him together, and that's why... He is like this amalgam of every one of the like original groups. So you've got your Smoochie, your William, Willem, your Gorbel, and your Lewin, and your Tomar all kind of went into that. But then he continued to grow until eventually he surpassed I, us. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> yeah. like I will reveal, he is his became a fucking dragoon. Yeah. yeah, he was basically a dragoon or what I have homebrewed as an Oath of the Wolf Paladin. So, oh, why didn't yeah. you tell me that was a thing? <laughs> oh. so, surprise. I wanted it to be wow. shocking. There's but, been yeah. several times where Seth and I have like wow. where I've messaged Seth and we're like, can we homebrew this as an actual thing and put it like in D&D Beyond as an actual thing? Uh, we, I would like to do that at some point. That's okay. badass. Um, yeah, next question. Okay. Do you get to answer? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're just going to answer. answer, answer. Oh, I thought you just shot it across the... No, I was the last one to answer. No, uh, he just randomly asked what your favorite uh, NPC was to yeah. play. Well, because everybody was saying what they're going to miss playing about their yeah. character, so he doesn't have one character, which player are you going to miss? But also... Yeah. actually your answer. No, my answer was Warp Dagger. Yeah, that was actually your yeah. answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, 100%. Or, and I will yeah. say, like, that was the external force, <laughs> Zyko. But my fa I think my favorite character to play is either Dirk or Dreg, because that Dreg. They're, they're, like, personalities. As much yeah. as you guys say Dirk is like me, I don't have a southern accent in real life, but... Uh, he's hiding it they, right now. They, he's gotten very good at it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I am uh, subduing it. Uh, but some hot hickamadickables. <laughs> it seems to like drag just like came so naturally. Dirt comes so naturally. Just their responses were the. They just. It was like I was just channeling the real ones. So yeah, that would be who's most entertaining. And I didn't play drag all that often, but he was fun while he lasted. Will he be in campaign too? It's possible. Uh, Next yeah. question. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> question for Seth. Okay. From the pool boy Giggity. 
Do you regret any decisions from the first campaign in regards to the power level of your PCs? For example, a pin when pin cushion? No. What? Uh, he's asking <laughs> about how strong you, you, we've made yeah, the characters. Yeah, you made us so strong. Oh, like, do you regret I mean, anything about that? No, because at a certain point, you have to, like, if you get to level 20, you have to keep raising that ceiling, otherwise your players aren't going to have fun. I mean, they'll have fun with, like, the role-playing aspects, but they're... It's it's also fun to implement new boons and things like that to allow your players to, you know, have that growth without going beyond level 20 because the 5e mechanics for beyond level 20 do not exist, or if they do, they're very, like, paltry. Um, and so, like, giving those heroic boons and, and doing that, it's... I mean, I had fun designing the vast majority of them. Some I found, like, just a couple, but most of them I, I, I designed and I you know, thought that, you know, these are things that could come into play. These are things that could be really cool. And it might be like hard to realize that he does try to make things challenging, but for like the combination of this, the things we learned and the way we implement stuff, like it's really hard to plan around that, especially from a homebrew sense. Like, uh, he definitely play tested like the beholder fight, for instance. He, oh yeah, he play tested that with uh, multiple people, and they like all died. Yeah, they um, whooped that beholder's ass. Like I'm dead serious. I I, I play tested it with uh, a DM friend of mine and and two other people that were uh, like really good friends of his, and. He literally, after the fight, literally messaged me, fuck you. <laughs> because I, like, I wiped them out in round two. Round two is I, I killed them. And then these guys, of course, I was like, ugh, I am really worried about this. And then they just fucking destroyed him. So we're Mr. Magoo in our way through. Pretty yeah. fucking much. Yeah. Because you you told us that. You were like, yeah, I play tested mm-hmm. and I fucking <laughs> murdered two different groups. And so we're like, I'm terrified. Oh, no. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think. Tomas and I definitely were, we were discussing it a lot. We had like a separate chat outside of, uh, the, our podcast chat without Seth. And we were all discussing different beholders and like, so what, what if he does a death tyrant beholder and stuff like this? And like, (laughs) we just kept (laughs) discussing and like trying to come up with a game plan before, uh, the next session. And I just remember like the night before we were all just like biting our nails, (laughs) like, fuck, we're all going to die, man. Game over. Game Game over, over, man. I think part of that, though, is that we have been playing with each other for so long in these characters, so we kind of... Symbiosis. The synergy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, we can kind of count on another character to to step in in certain areas Mm -hmm. where we know that we are a little bit weaker. Exactly. So we kind of have a, a bit of a... Just an understanding of everyone's role. Yeah. Typically. It's like the turtles. Everybody knows what everybody's <laughs> the ninja doing. Turtles. Yeah. We are the Ninja Turtles. We are the goddamn Ninja <laughs> Turtles. We're definitely not gonna have that next time though. So I know. Get so ready I for mean that, guys. get ready. We're yeah. probably gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> Total party wipe, episode four. Yeah. Spoiler alert. All right. What's the next question? Okay, this is from M for all of us. Um, so first, what are your best tips for running a virtual game? Uh, well, I will say as a, from a DM perspective, don't, (laughs) (laughs) um, I would, I would say from a DM's perspective, uh, if you know the players well, that makes it so much easier if you don't. And I have, I've, you know, I've played, I've hopped in on games with people that I don't know very well at all. Um, 
it there there be ready for that disconnect even more than like playing with a group of strangers at a table because there there will be people who will keep their screens off there will be people who barely talk they were you know it's it become it, if you're dming you're gonna have to do a lot more threading the needle like and uh joffrey what would you what are you doing at this moment my and, name's and, kevin <laughs> <laughs> i knew that you idiot uh, but uh that's what you're supposed to do uh as far as like how we've done it um be dedicated as fuck to make like working through any technical issues mm-hmm. because you have no idea mm-hmm. like you guys hear the final product but the hours uh, that the cumulative hours that have gone into like troubleshooting issues here's a fun here's a fun <laughs> side to that guess uh, i'm done talking if anyone guys. was wondering <laughs> we had a whole episode that we lost we lost a mm. whole episode the it only was, time it's happened though it luckily. happened one time out of all these episodes but it was i think it was the one we went back in time in yes. Moonreach. Mm-hmm. so all of that we had to like re-react to and it was it's just such a a big crestfallen feeling you get when you're like <laughs> yep. there's no audio and and that, that shit was, can just happen for And no that was reason. my fault. So I take total blame for that because I didn't, uh, I either exported it wrong or I didn't do something properly. And that was all on me because oh. everybody else's stuff was there and it was me yeah, and Mika's stuff that was not there. Yeah, I remembered. Now I'm like, real, <laughs> I'm like, really mad like, at you. I have never felt worse in my life. <laughs> and since then, I'm the only one who's allowed to export. Yeah, I, I may, I, I always ask her to, I said, may, I was going to say make, but essentially I'm like, please fucking export it because I'm going to do it wrong. So, yeah, I'm also the only one who doesn't edit, in case you guys were wondering. Like, everyone else does, but I've got the toughest job of them all. Single mom, so... Um, <laughs> I don't, they always say that's the toughest job. Sorry, I've had three beers, so... So you're a single mom of these beers? <laughs> yes, check my out. babies. I mean, all right, next question. Okay. Hopefully that answered your question. I apologize if that was a terrible answer. Yes, what are you doing Tuesday? <laughs> Um, this is only the most important question that we almost answer. What is your favorite nut? Oh my god. Thank you, M. It wasn't me, it was M. Oh wow. Also me. yeah, you're the best. Don't appreciate you. you. Let's just do it. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip that question. Um, That'll be campaign two. That'll be campaign two. I I will answer pecans. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, Duh. Really? Ooh, but a cashew. That's a real cashews. Cashews. Oh, cashews. Here we go. See, Walmart's. I used to like cashews, but what happened? They're, they're just yeah. too. We're disrespecting the enough, talking stick, but <laughs> it's just too Ooh. plain for the bite you get. Is pistachio considered a nut, or is that a legume? Oh, mm. fuck that! It's I, a nut. It's a nut. It's not. I think it's a nut. We're counting it as a Help nut. Help us out. This is why we never answered this question because a we is, is, is a nut. Is a is a is a pistachio a nut? But have you ever just messed around with like a Brazil <laughs> nut? Brazil nuts are dope. So good. I don't Brazil, know if I've had a Brazil yeah. nut. You've got They're it. So it's going to change your mind on he a might lot not of stuff. Anyway, enough of the nuts. I'm not guys. a nut fan in general, around. but I do mm-hmm. like pecans. I like Cashews walnuts are dope. a lot. <laughs> nut duck. Um, <laughs> next question. <laughs> okay. How um, dare you, him? Don't get us started on snacks. Okay. Question from M for Seth. Will campaign two be starting at level one? It will not. It'll be starting at level three. There you, you heard it here for there, there you go. You heard it here. You heard it here first. Still you can pack it up. And we'll be starting from the beginning with you, so that'll be cool. 
Yeah, you guys will all be there for all the trials. I feel like that's going to make a difference with how um, how listeners like see our struggles because there were so many times when we almost died before we started recording them. Right. <laughs> a lot we of the struggle. So bad was, yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a really good level to start at because like your your abilities start actually coming online and you're not just like everyone's kind of the same at first level. Not just a empty diaper. Right. <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> you know, like they say, empty diaper. You know? Empty diaper. <laughs> I understood. <laughs> but yeah, level three. Form. Okay. All what? right. I mean, I have a D-Wiz question that he, he posted. He okay, did kind of skip the line. Here it is. Okay. What was the thing in Herstag's house? He gave it gold and oh. it gave him items back, if I remember correctly. Oh, it did. Yeah. And that is an interesting question because because Herstag fucking died, that issue was unresolved. What however, <laughs> however, uh, campaign two, you will find out what oh, that thing is. What? Shit. Yes. This is Guys, exciting. I'm getting hyped for campaign two. Like even more. Like I didn't know I could get more hyped. <laughs> how dare he? Fuck. Yes. How dare he die? Uh, all right. How dare you? What do we got yeah. next, folks? Okay. Hit us. You guys, are you guys still having a good time? Raise, raise your thumb. Raise have you your started having a good time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you might not have started yet. <laughs> if, you <laughs> if you haven't, now is probably a good time to start. Yes. Please Hit the start, start warming up on that your good thumb time. and that good time. No, yeah. I would like to put that to bed. Uh, Trevor, no, Herstag is not coming back. I would not put my money on that. <laughs> You mean uh, as as an Elijah? Well, I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> the campaign's over, so guess, maybe her stag will come back as like Seth, but yeah, not as Elijah. Yeah, okay. it'll be like in you know, not to harken back to the turtles, our brethren again, but <laughs> it'll be like when Splinter appeared to them. In, uh, the campfire. Everything turtles. Wait, everything is way turtles. too much about the Ninja Turtles. It's man. turtles all the way down, baby. <laughs> Ninja Turtles all the way down. Everything's a turtle. If you look behind you, you'll see several <laughs> issues of Ninja her. Turtles no. comics. What's the next question? Okay. I will move on Try to, to another like person. Cover, cover multiple people. Yeah. That way we can make sure everybody Absolutely. you know, gets a turtle power. Exactly. Exactly. Fuck yeah, turtle power. Oh, this is perfect. We were just talking about Herstag. Um, questions for all of us from Dan. Uh, <laughs> what was everyone's outlook on the show with the news of Elijah parting ways? Did anybody fear that the show wasn't going to be able to keep going with the loss of a core member? Or did you have faith that Billy would transition smoothly into that spot? <laughs> <laughs> did you put all of your, the weight on Billy's back yeah, to Billy, carry the show? How did you carry and <laughs> yeah, take up her so, so, What was the horse? Did anybody watch Seabiscuit? No. <laughs> what horse I came in last to. place in the last race? Because that's Billy, and that's the horse that they bet on. And they fucked up. I think, I think Elijah leaving when he did was worked out okay because Willem had been around long enough you know like the transition wasn't he wasn't like replacing him but you know like he took up a space that Herstag would have left I guess mm. yeah coming at it from like a, a show standpoint it could easily be viewed that I was like the the transition right, I'm, I'm the new I'm the new character <laughs> you know <laughs> gotta, gotta get my gotta plant my flag kind and of thing the, and for those that of wasn't you, it at all like I'm sure you guys have kind of put this together I don't know if we've ever explicitly stated it but uh Willem was and Billy was there at the very beginning of this campaign. Um, he was gone for a little while. And then, you know, we, you know, eventually came back as, as Willem. Willem was his original character. The, the woes of the world. Yes. You know, the woes of Willem. 
So the woes of Willem's world weighing heavily upon... Specifically to answer Dan's question, for me at least, like I think that we never really had a, a question or a doubt about the direction of the podcast. I mean, when that I, happened, I was <laughs> worried, like, because, like, no lie, I think we all know that Elijah was an excellent player. Yeah, yeah. he was a great character, mm-hmm. um, and he knew more about the game than any of us. So yeah. uh, he was always there to like correct something that was wrong <laughs> that I was saying. Uh, <laughs> he never edited though. He <laughs> he did not do that, but he did know his shit. So yeah, but my my he point was our is that original rule miser. I think immediately we all kind of um, just sort of decided that we all still wanted to stick with it, even yeah. with a disruption or even with something unexpected. The camaraderie and it so, allowed for one of the most memorable episodes we ever did. So. Yeah, no, that was yeah. I honestly, it was kind of, we weren't anticipating it, but I feel like we did a good job, like, considering it, it like, kind of took us all by surprise, and we're like, we were like, shit, but, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely sad. It was. Um, But, yeah. Damn, Dan. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dan. You brought the mood down. Jeez. Our wounds. He's not even in here. Dan. Okay, um, and... This is the last person that submitted a Google form, I think. Google form? So, Elizabeth. Okay. Is that Liz? Yeah. Or is that a different person? Oh, okay. I, I think it's Liz again. Safe That's to fine. assume. Yeah, and then we'll go back and do some of the other ones from the other people who have left. And I have questions for you. Okay, for everyone, for campfire questions, do you come up with backstory info on the fly, or do you have it all written out ahead of time? <laughs> hmm. I'll let you guys answer yeah. that. Uh, so we tried occasionally to know what the question was going into it, and we were kind of relying on Seth to do that, and then he just fucking didn't. <laughs> so a couple of times we were prepared, but I don't think it really changed anything. So Mm-mm. we kind of just improv shit. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. It's like ninety nine percent of the time the campfire questions were complete improv answers, uh, and I would surprise them with that question. Now, some t- yeah, sometimes we'd edit out like uh, "come back to me" yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Back, yeah, we would edit shit like that out yeah. sometimes, but it didn't happen that often, really. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's yeah. when you got into the like expanding lore in the rest of the world that was hard for everyone to answer. Uh, but when we start anew. Then we'll have all those campfire questions again, and you'll get to learn that about the other characters. So yeah, I love yeah, I'm questions. so excited to be able to reuse questions now. It was <laughs> coming up with the <laughs> yeah. oh that was just after the podcast started. There were so many sessions beforehand where I was like, "Did I already ask this question? I can't remember if this was before or after the podcast started." Oh my god, we may even have answered multiple. Oh, there for probably. sure at least once. Probably. But, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely no. some retreads. And, and then I wanted to flex my improv muscles one time. So I had them, you know, towards the end of the campaign, I had them ask me what something was. And I, you know, I was, I just wanted to get that taste of what everyone else always gets. So <laughs> it is hmm. fun. Okay. Trevor lips? just said, I was going to say, what would you think about having the campfire questions a week ahead? So, for example, Seth says what the question for next week will be. And then you get a week to think about it. Um, I still, I, th- I think that would just huh. be. It would end up being improv anyway because yeah. nobody would either do their homework. Or- I forget. Yeah. So one thing, one thing Every- that's kind of changing is Lindsay is going to be like rounding up some. Like she's going to like Organized over the summer, she's going to try and like gather campfire questions. 
uh, and field those. But if you guys have good ones to learn about the new characters, keep posting them in the mm-hmm. campfire questions. Yeah. That's where yeah. part of them. And I, from. yeah, I appreciate that so much when people provide them. And then I can also give you guys a shout out, which I think helps you guys out. Cause you know, you know, you feel that connection. Cause that's your fucking question. You asked that shit. Hi, I'm the new Seth and <laughs> here's some Hi, more left. questions. You know, this will be a pretty quick one, but Sinzalef. also from <laughs> from the pool boy, can Gorbel actually read? How about Mika? Um, have you gotten to the last episode yet? Gorbel, yes. Has she always <laughs> been able to read? Has Gorbel always been able to read? Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Damn. Well, there you get your. There you have it. There we go. All right. All right. That was. I think that's been going on since like our very, very early episodes, and I don't know why yeah. I decided that I was just going to like. I feel like one of us questionable. I think one of us joked about yeah. it, and then you played along, mm-hmm. and then it's been that for years. The, that's one <laughs> of the best yes yeah. ands that we've ever improved. I yeah. think, and like just long running joke, so perfect. Yep, just. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gorbel can read though. I can get by. You can you can super read. Lindsay, do you have you another character question? I for the both do. Of and this is for you, Tomar. <gasps> Ooh. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Trevor. Just kidding. I know that was you. That what? sounds so stinky coming from your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what do... What? Oh, remember when uh, Pinwin called us pieces of shit in the finale? What? <laughs> what? Pieces of shit. <laughs> What? It was one. It was what? the garble reading thing. No, wait. Oh, <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I don't remember things. Okay, what's the question? Sorry. Anyway, after bitch and enter, enter, enter. Uh, what do Tomar slash Tomas think the significance of his daughter's weird eye is? What's with that one? Know. What's with that one weird eye? <laughs> um, Wyra is interesting. I had kind of a theory that she was like uh, an Azamar or like something chosen by mm. Warcrag in general to be a deity. What, why are you raising your hand? Because I have a question for when you're done talking and ready to answer. Okay. Continue. Um, but I don't know. Seth has been really cagey uh, cagey about answering. And that is something he said might be revealed later so i don't think wyra's story is done uh but i have no idea that i have no idea cool. are you kidding i give my right eye did you have anything to do with with that like planning that like how many kids there would be or like, i had no idea that there was going to be kids did and you have honestly any idea that wyra would be I honestly at the time was like, you son of a bitch. I didn't, I didn't want this, this burden for my character. Um, but it was such a surprise. And as soon as Wyra came in, like as soon as he said her name and that she looked different, I was like, so on board for like the chosen one thing that, yeah, that changed everything. Now as an actual father, is that how it works in real life too? No, Obviously. It's weird. Like the thing with Tomar, like, because uh, I have three kids. I have two kids from a previous marriage. So, like, there was, like, elements of Hazel like, and interacting with Hazel that I kind of connected with. Like, um, yeah. you have this past relationship with a person, but you also have kids with them. So you have to kind of uh, uh, align those and make it work still. 
<laughs> but you have to was, keep interacting with that person. <laughs> it was interesting. Um, but I hope my next character doesn't have kids because that's a, a lot of baggage. <laughs> that is your bring your kids. Asking myself a question. You are grace. <sighs> and this is also lightning from the pool boy giggity, giggity words. Okay. Nice ass. What's it like cool. being a ranger with no animal companion? Did Pinwin ever feel bad for neglecting Shadow? Fuck! <laughs> 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 I'm not a good ranger. I'm not a good ranger. I'm not. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not a good ranger. So, uh, but yeah, right. I'm. I would like to think so. I mean, we don't know what happens to Pinwin after. But keep in mind, he did have a little snake on his breast that maybe that could like so have this new connection going on. I literally don't even know. Um, and then. Uh, you know, Lindsay felt really bad for neglecting Shadow when I realized it. I don't know if Pinwin realizes it. He's kind of like a, kind of like a kid in how he like forgets stuff and just kind of like lives in the current moment. And I think Pinwin like realistically would be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like after the fact when he did realize, but yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's about it for Just that like one. After he shot that kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel bad about that. He wrote a song about it. We talked about this. <laughs> that's the same as apologizing. It's the, the biggest sorry happy. you can do. <laughs> oh, I Are shot you? a kid and I probably should have killed him. Did I did I show did I give did, did I share that song with you guys yet? No. Oh, so. it's actually really sad. Oh shit, Darkstar, congrats, <laughs> dude. What? Just Ooh. found out his girl's four weeks. Oh, oh nice. Congratulations, Congratulations. Darkstar. That's exciting. Aww. Everyone clap at the same time. God damn it. We look like fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like on beat together. <laughs> oh. And a one. And a two. <laughs> Did Pinwin ever apologize to the girl for shooting her? Oh. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't have control Deep over that. a now. big city, so. <laughs> Hopefully she's alive and doesn't end up being what kills Pinwin before he can ascend. No, there's definitely anyway. like a Kill Bill grudge <laughs> happening there. <laughs> She's gonna grow up and hunt you the fuck down. It's, yeah. Shade yeah. Home is getting burnt. You know, <laughs> Again. it's fair. That's fair. For real okay. Skin Pinwin. There we go. Mm. It's the Kill Bill. Yeah. Mm. I yep. like it. Okay. And I was just sitting there thinking of that for like the last 10 seconds. Like, what can I do? Just got green light. <laughs> this Miramax is it for... Yeah, anyway, this is it for Pool Boy. For Willem, hmm. how upset was Willem slash Billy when the vamp curse was lifted? Upset? I mean, you could have been a cool vampire. Technically, sure, it was like... only put in stasis. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Maybe the implication what? was that you wanted to be a vampire mm -hmm. a little bit. Oh. Which, I mean, that I guess, would be cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was mostly indifferent to it. I think uh, Billy's I, more of a werewolf guy. I am. Personally, in real life, I dig werewolves. Werewolves are not represented well in the <laughs> film world. Except <laughs> and, for in... And you, now more you recently... You always hope. You always hope Exactly. You always go into one being like, this is gonna be badass. And then you see it and it's just like, this is bad. No ass. <laughs> um, and more recently, they're poorly represented in video games as well. And I'm just bummed about it. But... I wasn't super bummed about the curse being lifted. Um, could have been cool. I I think it happened so late in the game and so much was going on. There wasn't enough 
I don't want to say there wasn't enough focus on it, but there wasn't, uh, I didn't have a lot of the negative effects. Yeah. I if, guess if there had been, if it was like level seven, right. That would have been, yeah. But right. at the same time, it's like, you know, these vampires are, you know, the one thing that did end up being like kind of annoying was getting control. Yeah. Them. Yeah. When they were like, this hurts you assuming control. Well, I mean, I've, and people are talking in chat, like they thought they were getting the impression that you wanted it or something. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just the, maybe that's just his acting. Maybe, (laughs) maybe his control by the master is just coming through like that. But, um, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought it was super fucking cool when I got bit and you were just like this floating, this levitating werewolf, Gave you vampires. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? I gave him so much shit when he did that too, because he like warp daggered to her and was yeah. like basically like, eat me, bitch. <laughs> you know? Eat me. Um but yeah, I was like I'm curious That's if cool the, the skin flaking and the vampirism are like related in some way. No, uh so that was something that didn't I only revealed Because that was the thing that I was hoping to cure. Yeah. For him, uh, that was cured. Uh, that was uh, the abyssal sickness. Okay, um, and it's because he entered through the abyss into the ziggurat, which is technically in its own kind of like pocket. But that's you know that was something that he was not protected against. It took down his HP. It gave him some negatives. Um, it gave him some positives. But yeah, only he was aware of that. So that's a, a little reveal that uh, he was holding on to. But yeah, he had ab- abyssal. It was either abyssal sickness or abyssal plague. Right on. Um, but yeah. Yeah, abyssal sickness was the Google Doc. A sickness, yeah. if you will. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And then, I won't. And that's something that you like, Yet. had he like <laughs> Just wait. left the ziggurat and gone immediately to the, immediately to the material plane, he would have been fucked because he wouldn't have been able to cure it because you can't cure it unless you pass through the abyssal plane. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So fortunately... <laughs> Wow! Back through the abyssal plane. And, Holy shit! Yeah. For real, like that just happens. It just serendipitous happens. Yes. Yes. Oh man! God, so that could have been a much God, different fight. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Okay. That was a good um, one. That ended up being cool. This is one from. <laughs> I thought I had my hand on your shoulder. So. <laughs> no, hand that's on not my shoulder. Hand. Okay. Anyway, this is from M, and it's for Gorble. Gorble. What was the worst part of being queen slash ruler slash leader slash head bitch in charge? And how about the best? I was not expecting that in the slightest. And I actually felt like kind of a sinking feeling in my stomach <laughs> when you said that. Because I hate, I don't like responsibility. <laughs> no, I, I, I would say that Gorble just has very little interest in in doing any of that like being someone that people really look to for for guidance or for telling them what to do or giving them direction um so just feeling that pressure was the worst part is that why you no call no showed I had bad chili. I'm going to become a god or whatever. It's, it's snowing real bad outside. I'm not going to be able to make it. Uh, um, the best part, though, was I also, since it was pretty unexpected, I had to start thinking about how I would um, 
actually react to that and what I would actually do with that kind of power. So the best part was that I had an opportunity to actually like formally acknowledge the, all of the terrible shit that happened to the hobgoblins. Um, I also got to make a little holiday, like a week long celebration for the wolves and um, got to start steering away from from having a a king or queen and got to start steering the direction of politics into something that was a little bit more of a democracy and something that was a little bit more for the people. So that was the best. Nice. <laughs> the best. I'm really curious to see the state available and now. <laughs> it's a mess. Me too, buddy. It didn't Me too. Work. <laughs> yeah, Seth's just over there like, all right, and is this town on fire? I'm, I'm crying yep. while it's happening. <laughs> Democracy it's so doesn't bad. work. It's so bad. Uh, yeah, what else we got? Also from him. What questions do you have specifically for Tomar? <laughs> it is this please info dump about work reg soul forge and all that good stuff god damn it okay so okay so there is a document uh there's a a post on our website uh we don't blog very often but it's one of the blogs that details more about uh dwarven culture the history behind work reg um so if you want to go to our website and check it out then do it there i don't want to bore everyone else who doesn't care. <laughs> it's not boring, but so, it is a lot of information in one sitting. Seth and I did a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like and now there's even more with what happened at the end. So Yeah. And there and you will continue to see like I like me and me and Tomas are frequently like launch pads for each other's ideas. So like he'll say one thing, I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> how about this? And then it'll just like build and build and build and build. And uh the you know, the next campaign, I'm very excited because I, I have some things that I'm not even telling Tomas yet because he's no longer a dwarf, but <laughs> that will unfold. And I think they're going to give his membership him. card. That's it. I'm rerolling a dwarf fucking gym anymore. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the sauna. Stop working. I'm going to play <laughs> this next campaign. I'm going to play Snowmar. Hey, hey, can I get your key fob? Mine's, mine's not working. Can you let me? It's just on the other side. Barbara, of the I can see you. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited to roll some of that stuff out because the lore of Wirecarag is going to get even more uh, deep and 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 rich. It's going to it's going to have a chocolatey flavor to it. It's you know it's going to have that that caramel. I, I realized I was describing it like food. So not a, not a huge deep caramel fan. But uh, yeah. Okay. And the next um, question is for myself. Does Pinwin ever choose to ascend? Also tell us about his twins. Um, so with Ascension, it's hard because I think Pinwin's like end goal probably like when he was younger, if he was asked to ascend, he'd be like, oh, hell yeah. But now that he has kids on the way, um, I think he will want to see them grow up. I also don't have control over him because now Seth is and, uh, technically maybe Pinwin. I don't know if I'm Pinwin at all. <laughs> I have no, no idea what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're just fading I into guess nothing. We'll see. I think when he's older. I nodded off. Maybe, what happened? <laughs> maybe. It's a maybe, I think. And then his twins. Um, so. We haven't super talked about his twins. Can I name them? Sure. You go right ahead. <laughs> no, nice. you don't get to choose. 
Okay. What? You Seth have to name them right now. But, yeah, <laughs> but if you're going to name them, please na- do it now or later. Yeah. Or revisit. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't want to sit and watch you think about the yeah. names. I actually thought of them earlier and then I forgot. So we'll revisit that later. I'm sorry. But yeah, they'll have names and I think they'll be super cute. So yeah. And then one for Billy from N. Oh my goodness. Did you, did you say N? M. 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 Okay. What questions for Billy? It is the forbidden question. I don't know. Can you ask us the forbidden mm. question? M. Now's your chance. A- uh, ask the question. Forbidden question. Forbidden. Do it. Wait, what? <laughs> M is typing. Is no longer forbidden. Was it not a question for me? Yeah, it's the one. No, Billy, it's the one that we all were like. You were the forbidden question. Oh, what? it's for me? It's yeah. for you. Oh, shit. You yes, for sure. The anticipation. I know. I'm, we're hanging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want me to take this one? Feel this, feel this, Mika. Oh. <laughs> that bush, man. <laughs> Shit went down oh. in that bush. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Mika, so do you want to read the question out loud? Oh. <clears throat> Billy. <laughs> We're all dying to know. I know, but everyone else is dying to know. Does Shigara peg Willem? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you have a warp dagger, all bets are off. A gentleman never asks, <laughs> and a lady never tells. <laughs> all right, so we're stuck in a conundrum and a paradox here. In the did normal, something get stuck I in your usual, conundrum? <laughs> general gender roles here. <laughs> um, I'm gonna leave that one. Up to the audience's interpretation. <laughs> Interesting. We're going to JJ Abrams okay. that one. Going They're that definitely way. head canning, 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 head canning. Yes, <laughs> head canning. Nick canning. That's a fucking hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only on his birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's a once a year. <laughs> she hates oh, the cleanup. Boy. <laughs> Anyway, I'm getting a little hot under the collar and everywhere else. No, it's just because you're right under the light. Mm-hmm. They get real hot. <laughs> anyway, un- Lindsay, is there like another? Hey, Seth, <laughs> question for you from Dan. God damn, I'm fucking Dan. Dying. Just message me. Seth, why so handsome? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> wow. Also, how difficult is it for you to working with a box of cats that constantly stretch out or shatter your plans? Um, well... I guess, I mean, I don't know any different. I've always been this handsome. So uh, <laughs> I'm the ba- I'm the worst person to ask about this. But um, as far as the box of cats, I mean, you know, much like a box of cats, forging this campaign is like finding a box of cats on the side of the road. And then, you know, taking them home. <laughs> your look was like, oh, fuck. No. And then I don't taking like them lots home of these stories and, about finding a box of cats ends with you. And nurturing them. And, and and getting them to do their own thing until they eventually, yeah, they're all over the house. They're doing their own thing and you can't get one of them off of the ceiling and two of them are fighting and you just mm-hmm. decide, you know what? Cats can take care of their fucking selves. I'm going to the bar. So <laughs> to answer your question, Dan, uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I, I don't I don't I, I honestly don't think of this as like a, as as a box of cats. I don't know why that is what you said, but um, because we're, we're like trying to corral, corral yeah, cats. Yeah, we're I, fun and, and cute I think, and little. And I think that's uh, an interesting perspective that several questions have been about. Like, oh man, how do you like these guys are going off the rails? Guys. How do you deal with these pieces of shit? Yeah, but I think the important thing to keep in mind is is that you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> I do eat pieces of shit for breakfast, <laughs> but also um, keeping in I'm mind sorry. that the players. You know, here are not. They are. <laughs> We're people and can be worst. offended. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Just expect no, that they're gonna be the worst, and then you'll never again. be disappointed. No, um, it, it kind of goes back to what I said before. Uh, you know, don't plan for specific things to happen. Know your world, know your characters, and then prepare your reactions to what they do, because that's the only way that you can really deal with uh, like four extremely creative players who are going to attempt to (laughs) do whatever they can. And I was telling like Lindsay uh, yesterday when you were like, because you were working on your one shot, I was like, you know, kind of explaining the different style of players that every person in this, you know, in our group is and working with that so that you're never, you never have to feel like you're literally corralling cats because you know, the nuggets that will bring them, you know, the little breadcrumbs that'll bring them (laughs) back to, to the fold. So they can go off and do their own thing for a little bit, as long as they, you know, come back. He knows how to trick us. If you're DMing from an adventure path, you're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're off that path. Don't play with these guys. If you want to throw that book away, (laughs) I want to piggyback off that question. Like, I don't know if anyone asked this in the, the Google document, but, um, what was the biggest surprise that any of us did during the campaign? Like mm. that you just straight up left field weren't expecting us to do. I mean, it sounds like a, a, a and I'll go into specifics, but you know, the general answer is there are so many times, like I've said it a million times. I, there's so much that I can't prepare for. And I don't, I think that any DM who, who claims that they can prepare for whatever is a fucking liar because Mm -hmm. you, there, there are four other minds going at the same time. And I know all of you extremely well. And I still like every single session, somebody does something that surprises me. I will say Willem with the stabbing in the neck thing, just the instant stabbing in the neck. That (laughs) was so surprising. I did not anticipate that at all. Um, that was like one of the most shocking things to me. I would say that, uh, honestly with, <laughs> with Gorble, one of the most shocking things was the kicking of the door. Cause I had already played like, this door is flimsy. Like it's just sitting there and then you kicked it and I was like, well that fucking door is gone. It's a fantasy game. I didn't know that we were playing by those rules. Fuck this door. Um, you know I like to tackle, you know I like to kick. Those there are the two Willem. things. She uh, fucking punted me off the fucking cliff. I apologize so many times. I know. <laughs> it doesn't erase the pain. Um, Said we were cool. For Pinwin, I would honestly say that you deciding to crawl into that carriage was, that wasn't the most, but it was one of the things I was like, why? What is going to happen? Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, you're going to die. And I, 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 I question why not. I was like, yeah, there's no air in there. And you're like, I'm in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and with Tomar, probably the most shocking thing was 
that one episode where it was just dark Tilmar. Oh, the oh, goat and those guys to The goat thing. Oh my god, that like, was I was worried. That was a that was a shock. Uh, I was like, this can't be something that continues, hopefully. That was one uh, of my I, I want to take back things. one of my answers and replace it. Uh <laughs> one of my most uh memorable moments after starting recording was the ball at Marston's Manor. Oh yeah, that was good. God, that was a good time. Those were Casey Erger. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> That was fucking fantastic. Tomar just headbutting every fucking guard. <laughs> like, huh? And just disposing. Oh. Mm. I that, swear that was peak I swear they podcast. were spamming in. Is that when I was pretending to be from Corcoligo? Yes. I've never with, been there. With the other Ricardo? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, yeah, whole, that whole party was just a yeah, goddamn that, that was good. You guys rolled ball. with those punches pretty easily. Um, no, that was fun. Uh, yeah, an- another question. Another question from Dan. For Gorbel slash Mika, how many times do you think you alone kept the party from getting TPK'd with your <laughs> counter spell? <laughs> we lost count. Oh, wow. I don't know. No less than 10, no more than 130. <laughs> sometimes I wondered if they would even work. I don't know. Like, yeah. There's no saying if you're. They did during good If types. your spell would have actually, like had a terrible effect on us but probably I probably saved him a bunch and a <laughs> higher level spell you still got a roll for counter spell so it might not have worked some of the time but yeah, yeah. but it came in clutch it was nice to have you were the yeah, ultimate just sure. like nonchalant just it was perfect. badass no. <laughs> yeah Neo in the Matrix just no. constantly yeah. yeah just like <sighs> No. <laughs> and just I constantly saving so and healing. His pause, Seth's pause, and then the Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, like the times that we've surprised you so many times. I've yeah. just we've we've like said what we're gonna do in response to like, all right, this is happening. And I've just seen your face just be like <laughs> All right. Yeah. Or the the number of times that you've you've asked, Are you sure? <laughs> and that always like just Makes my stomach do flips. So are you are you actually doing that or I, I know <laughs> right. I've asked that like a bunch of times. Oh yeah. Like is this a joke? Um, but yeah, yeah we, no. we do have to make it clear when we're, when we're joking <laughs> and when we're not. I think uh, that's why I said like every every session there's at least one thing that I'm like, what? Like what? Okay, yeah. All right, <laughs> let's let's see where this. You goes. got it, dude. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay, for Tomar slash Tomas. This is a Tomas. How much time does it take you to paint your minis? And how the <laughs> F do you get so much detail so fine on something so small? The real question. That's Billy a, asked that. That's Dan. A it is Dan. I appreciate Teaching that question. Senpai. I mean, Teaching, it's not really, it's not really pad, podcast related, but, um, and I've thought about doing like painting videos, but I don't know. Um, the amount of time is hard to say, and it super depends on the mini. Uh, I don't airbrush anything, so that increases the time considerably, but uh, a small mini, maybe a few hours. But you also, it's really hard to tell because when I'm painting minis, I'm painting multiple because you have to Mm -hmm. wait for a layer to dry. So then you move on to a next one and then you move on to the next one. So it's really hard to quantify. Basically just... Pencil a good like these are his greatest hits. A good five <laughs> hours in your day to do the mini painting. Uh, Billy and I both backed Reaper, uh, uh, Bones Five, and we're getting like a shit ton of minis in soon. And I'm probably gonna do like some mini videos or something uh, when I have time to. 
Um, best advice if you're just beginning mini painting is just to use shades. Like as if you like lay down your base colors and it just looks kind of shitty, just put a shade over it and that'll like increase how cool it looks by like 50%. And I mean, as far as tabletop ready, that's all you need. Cause you're going to get your hands all over it. You're going to drop that shit. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun hobby, and I listen. That's when I listen to my podcast is when I'm painting. So mm, that makes sense. It's a good time. No. Yeah. All right, what good. else we got? Question for myself from Dan, and it's kind of funny because um, he said, "Is this your first podcast you've edited and cut? It's done really well, and it seems like you have some experience there." Um, so I did actually help out a lot earlier on, and then I had a baby, and that took me out of the game for a while. I had a whole baby. <laughs> what? You, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wh- who's the dad? Oh, Who is it? Who's the baby? Wait a minute. You're going to have to wait for it? campaign two to find out. <laughs> wait, have you, are you taking as long to name this one? Because <laughs> you are the Pinwin twins? I think so. Tozel not actually too. a U.S. citizen yet. Pinwin the sequel? Has not been named. He she can't legally be a like citizen. like nine through like 40, I think. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Like there was a big chunk of time where she was editing all of them. Uh, I edited like the first eight um, yeah, because it used to be Tomas, and then it was Lindsay, then Tomas and Lindsay for a while, and then Billy, and then Tomas, Michaela, yeah. and then somehow I slipped through the cracks. <laughs> Tomas basically I taught us all. It was I like think. an unwritten or an unspoken uh, like contract, I think. We were all just sort of like, <laughs> yeah. you have to yeah, do with us, do so like, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a time when we were still recording that I was going to school still. Mm-hmm. So it was during that time where so, like oh, Lindsay was taking up the mantle and editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we've all had our moments where we've been really busy. Now it kind of works like I do the edit the vocals and then uh, Billy and Mika switch off adding like the effects and the music and shit after that and uploading it to you guys. So, okay, yeah. Final Dan question for Willem slash Billy: mm. Why are you so sneaky? You fucking sneaky! I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still not entirely convinced you're not the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But a real honestly, question, I'm not either. <laughs> I think that's a healthy level of. Yeah. Distrust. Yep. For him. Yeah. But a real question. Your characters oh. seem to have the wildest story to me. You were a vampire under the control of the master mm-hmm. and was Mandoran's son that mm-hmm. didn't span across the multiverse. Are you going to miss playing a whole unique character like Willem? I mean, yeah. I'm going to miss it. But like you miss a video game that you finally complete, like an RPG, and you're just like, huh. But then, like, the next one comes out and you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Eventually like you're, you, you, you love a, a thing and you get exhausted by it by the end. Like, yeah, you want to see what other games there are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 All of that. But yeah, I'll miss it, but it was fun. Okay. This is uh, another person, but also I have some uh, <laughs> suspicions. It might be the same person. Because this one is the dot 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 pizza delivery boy. Okay. Okay. Giggity. Okay. And we answered that one. Question for Seth. I just spilled beer on myself. How much of the first campaign's encounters were homebrewed creatures rough percentage wise? Oh man, 98%. Yeah, any not homebrewed? Yeah, I mean the, the beholder encounter was not 
necessarily homebrewed. Um, there were probably some some elements <laughs> that were. It's very difficult for me to stick to a script because the, one of the things I like about homebrew is the fact that you can control so much of, about it that doesn't fit um, normally. And so normally you'd have to like, oh, okay, what monster does this and this and this? But what I like to do is I like to take the stats of one monster, homebrew like an, a concept for it, and then use the stats of that monster and maybe add like one or two things. So I can still keep, you know, track of the CR and everything to make sure that it's at least going to be something that is not going to murder them immediately. But also like, you. you know, it has a, <laughs> okay, thumbs down. Okay. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, I would say like, yeah, 98, 99%. Uh, my favorite homebrew creation I think is the Death Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck those cool. and, Fuck the Death Lanterns so goddamn much. And on the podcast, they've, you know, they've done, they've been just like a, an eerie specter, but they're <clears throat> right, the very last session before the podcast started, um, where they had this battle in the God's Valley, coincidentally, um, uh, against Calcifer and some some of the others. The de- that's when the Death Lanterns first showed up, and I had it wasn't this map, but it was my bigger map. That's like, I think it's like six foot long, and uh, I had it like Keep all drawn out. It was this massive, like abandoned part of this uh, ancient city, and I'm. I just realized I, I'm sorry. I punched you just a second ago. Wait, you but, punched me? It's uh, disconcerting. I didn't uh, realize. And, uh, <laughs> it was all laid out and they were jumping from the tops of buildings and these death lanterns showed up and it was actually creating like a huge issue for them to be able to move because these death lanterns would get up, switch around in the air and then drop back down in different configurations. And so they were battling that they were battling several, uh, uh, gelatinous cubes. They were battling calcifer. They were battling like a bunch of different shit. Okay, um, um, hold on. Pizza Boy also said, going into the next campaign, are the encounters going to be typically planned in the same manner? Don't answer if too spoilery. Well, here's one thing first before Seth answers. Uh, some of you <laughs> have the the reward of create a random encounter. Mm. Uh, do not forget Please. to utilize that. Uh, it, over this break here, take some time and think about a cool thing to throw at us. Um, <laughs> I did forget about that. So that's I've, Trevor. <laughs> I've been trying to, uh, <laughs> I've been trying to ease Seth ever <laughs> so slowly, slowly into using some of the monster manual just to uh, create some more variety of monsters that he may not be familiar with. Cause Seth has homebrewed like his whole life. <laughs> so there's monsters that he might not even know exists. Um, but to be fair, my initial love for Dungeons and Dragons was spawned because my that cousin and I mentioned one of my gifts when I was eight years old. He gave me the I was either first or second edition monster manual, and I like read it like I read through everything every single day. That I was obsessed with it. Specifically, there were like the brownie, <laughs> like I don't know what it was. The brownie, like it's like a a sub race of the halfling. Um, I was obsessed with that creature. I was obsessed with like a few in there and I was like, Oh man, I'm going to write a story about this. It's going to be so dope. I'm going to draw all the pictures. And so I like read through all of the, like the, uh, the advanced dungeons and dragons, uh, like monster stuff. But, and there, there are tons of elements that I do like to employ, but I figure giving a little bit of, giving a little bit of, uh, 
I don't know, wiggle room is always fun. It's always, it's always nice to be able to do that because then you don't have to, not only can you just like kind of make it fit better in your world, but also you can kind of stem the tide of any, any metagaming that might take place. Like, Oh, these are trolls. <laughs> Nobody mm, cast fire. That's true. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True, true. I mean, and it's also on us not to metagame and I know <laughs> it, it happens. It just happens. Yeah. Um, not since I yelled at Elijah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, yeah, I don't know what to add to that. But we, I, one <laughs> thing I'm hoping for campaign two is just uh, seeing some new type of stuff, like just changing changing things up a little bit as far as what we encounter. Yeah, the the encounters. I I will say this: the encounters for campaign two will be um, a little bit more in the there will be some that are in the deadly range um for sure um there will be it'll be less i don't want to say it'll be less softball because it wasn't really softball but i will go harder in the beginning stages to to make sure that some of these battles are are challenging and i want to and i want to reiterate like I don't think challenging necessarily means good. Hard doesn't mean good. Yeah. Like exactly. a good encounter yeah. is something that you don't expect. Like something that has abilities you're not ready for. Uh, it can be deadly. But Lower implications. I don't think the, the DM should ever like try and kill the player. Oh, no, like DMs no. that do that are assholes. Yeah, no. It's um, I, I despise the idea of like the DM versus player mentality. Like I think that that sucks. And I think like the the just the idea that you're in direct opposition just kind of creates a weird a weird relationship with your DM because then you're you're just like oh this is this is my enemy like they're not in, with my best interest he best hurts interest me. yeah and I and <laughs> my interest is always what's going to be too. the most interesting story how are these people going to have the most fun so. yes Trevor there's a chance of death there's always been a chance of death. We've just found ways to we subvert have it Mr. completely. Magood our way through. I will say. One thing I can say right now is that there is not a cleric in the next campaign. Um, and that will be its own obstacle. So we're going to have to find ways to work around that. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. This is fine. Fine. Through the fire. Question for Gorbel slash Mika from Pizza Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Mika once mentioned in an episode that she did not enjoy the combat of D&D. Same. Nice and segue. would rather just role play the whole time. Mm. Has that since changed to enjoy it a little bit more? Or does she still prefer the role playing and would rather not have the combat? That's a good question. I think mm-hmm. that combat has a, a time and a place. And I, I don't like... I don't despise it. Sometimes it gets tedious to me um, because I feel like there isn't a lot of time during combat to have like uh, conversation discourse. or just like interactions. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like, it's your turn. You go now. I That's think it's also more of a problem at level 20 because you have so many things you can do. You're yeah. spending like a lot of your time like, what the fuck do I do? And you're looking at like all of your mm-hmm. millions of spells. Mm-hmm. Like you yep. want to kind of like drop a like a one liner as you're like hitting them or something. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, oh, will this work? Oh, will he save against this? Oh, yep. like all this shit. But all of yeah. that. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate combat. I just. I would say that I strongly prefer uh, the other role playing aspects, and that's probably because like 
one of the reasons why I was always curious about playing Dungeons and Dragons was because I was really into like playing with, um, I guess. Eh, not even just dolls, like anything that I could like, assign stuff. a personality to I yes. would play with it. Um, but I was always into role playing as as a kid, as as uh, an adolescent, as an adult. Always mm-hmm. liked it. So I just I like it. One of my I favorite like role playing. One of it's my favorite fun. combats was between you and Lila way early mm-hmm. on because there was like so much emotion involved in it so that one was fun and you mm-hmm. way almost died <laughs> oh yeah i've almost died so many times oh my god mostly from smoothie yeah yep <laughs> was that part on the podcast it wasn't was it no, no. he almost killed her so many times so many times because gorbel's thing early on in the campaign was tackle somebody gorbel loved tackling and then smoochie for some god-awful reason would take out his, out his axe and then try to chop somebody that she was currently grappling on the ground and always end up chopping her in the back. This was because I didn't have any of my cool weapons and I didn't have any of my high-powered spells, so it just felt like I could... spur things along if I just tackled someone and I always tackled so well. Yeah, that was like the best you rolled was when you were like grappling someone to knock them to the ground. But then Smoochie would always try to help and would mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he would always roll like a one. Mm-hmm. Like it was like without fail, just a one trying to attack somebody that she <laughs> yeah. was currently grappling and then just axe to the back. <laughs> Every time just yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Smoochie would be, yeah different yeah oh, but i mean elijah <laughs> i asked uh d was asked what was with the stealing of the pants oh oh, oh i don't even uh, know i know so i know the answer to this dog wick, right <laughs> yeah. yeah no no it didn't start in Dogwick. it started before Dogwick dog because it started off in like one of the first sessions like that shit you guys were you guys were drinking and uh smoochie's character got very very drunk he was failing his constitution saves like crazy got very very drunk and you convinced him to t- to take his pants off because he said he was hot he was because he just offhandedly was like i'm hot you're like you should take your pants off man and he did and then and then you took his pants and you went you went out and you found a flagpole and you put them up at the top of the flagpole so when he woke up the next morning he was pantsless still wearing his vest and he had to climb up to go get it but the most the most memorable example was because he was refusing to take his pants off to get into the hot spring because he mm-hmm. didn't want you to steal his <laughs> pants. And then he got really drunk and you convinced him to take his pants off. And then he fell asleep in the hot spring. And then when he woke up, his pants were flying next to the flag of Dogwick. So uh, that's one part of like Tomar's original personality coming out because... Before Destiny happened to Tomar, he was much more goofy. Like, he was, like, the youngest child, and he always thought he was, like, the bravest and coolest of his group, uh, even though he wasn't. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, he always did pranks. He used to do pranks all the time, especially to Smoochie. So that was childhood, essentially, happening. Um, Yeah. But then he became, like, a exemplar of the dwarven... Uh, Pantheon. Providence is a hell of a drug, man. So, yeah, that's what happens. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Tomar, question for you from Pizza Boy. 
<laughs> what character class was Tomar before the pods of casting began? Tomar was a cleric, and interesting enough, I don't know if we talked about it on the, the show, but um, Seth did this thing where he put us through like this this grinder of a beginning story and how we played it out it determined what class we were so it, it was something we were just trying out like we didn't choose our classes at first so based on how we played that is how we were assigned classes and for a long time i kind of got sick of playing a cleric so i was like uh, maybe i'll do something different for the podcast so i did like a a homebrew fighter class but then i was like I want to be a cleric again. I really want to be a cleric again. Um, and it just kind of worked out perfectly. Like the story kind of followed along that track really well. Cause I think you just, yeah, you mainly hinted at it. And so I was like, I'm going to give him the option of choosing. And I think, you know, during that episode I had you like, do you want to do this? And then you selected to become a cleric of war again. And basically shit kind of happened where Tomar was questioning his connection to the religion itself. Like, uh, Warcrag seemed kind of shady and shit like that. So he kind of just abandoned it for a while. And then that's when he went into the ethereal plane and, turns out he was wrong <laughs> yeah and then so Tomar was wrong again the very first like couple of sessions is when they like kind of started they were living in Moonreach. i so these two had never played dungeons and dragons before and so i wanted to like i was like it would be really interesting to start if everybody like started at like age like 10 or 11 or something like that and then you could like and i asked them all i was like is everyone cool with the idea of kind of how you play kind of develops yeah that's pretty loud man sorry <laughs> kind of develops the the character and class that you have and that was what was really interesting is everybody was like yeah let's fucking do it and then of course these two were like I don't know any different so <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never yeah. played before that's fine it and was so, very reminiscent of Morrowind like yeah. at the beginning of Morrowind if you play that game you can go to the census office and he can ask you questions and it determines your class it was really cool and I yeah liked that so idea. like over over the course of two sessions what however they reacted to things like willem more often than not chose to try to sneak in to places like we were given the they were given the option of how to put like to go in and put the lineage stone back because that was like their first thing as they retrieved the lineage stone from this giant boar in Moonreach. And Willem wanted to climb in through the window and sneakily replace it. And uh, Lewin wanted to wait and then kind of see what happened. And then, of course, Gorbel and Tomar were just like, we're just going to knock on the door and then we can convince them that we found it outside. And so, you know, that was part of it. And then uh, Gorbel rolled really well in recognizing this, the essential demon door, uh, like tonal response memory kind of thing where the there was a tone that played and Gorbel scored like rolled really well to remember the tones and that kind of led credence into the bard but also Gorbel and then you know as a kid was like extremely gregarious and 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 did things in a specific way and then you know Lewin was very much like by the book kind of a fighter like very like but also very kind with animals and stuff and ended up you know kind of being like a weird amalgam and then of course Smoochie was the only one who changed his after the fact because I originally had him uh 
What did I originally have him doing? I, mm. It wasn't. Oh, it was a ranger. Or, oh, I yeah. had him. I had him as oh, a ranger because weird. the way he played was much like a ranger. And then he was like, "No, I'm going to be a barbarian." Mm. And so we developed a story together of how that how that came to pass. Yeah. Okay. I think we lost Dark Star God. Yeah. Peace out, man. If you didn't leave already, I think you did. Sorry. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Yeah, we should probably. Uh, consider wrapping things up so maybe we a are on more. the last two questions that okay. aren't from me unless you want to answer okay. all my Wait, questions too my but there is a baby um where where show us a baby i would like oh, we can't see, see a baby is i'll get closer to see a baby i like him oh i see what Aww. you're doing i see what what's that it, it's, oh it's in the oven Oh, exciting. Aww. Congratulations. I, like I get it. It's so exciting. Oh, my gosh. Love. Oh. All right. Okay. Um. So, question for Pinwin. Does Pinwin like plums? Plums are gross. I hate plums. You know what? It, uh, Who said that? <laughs> you know, pizza boy. Um, <laughs> oh, you know that pizza boy? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> With his pizza. Anyway, um. Uh, Pinwin probably likes plums. I don't know. Lindsay hasn't had a lot of experience with plums, honestly, so I think he'd probably like them. They seem like a Pinwin thing. And question for Willem slash Billy. Willem? Or Billum? Okay. Why did Willem become a soccer parent? Was it just the stress of the entire campaign (laughs) that made him not want to ever be in that type of situation again? Or was it more of a spur-of-the-moment decision? I need answers. Um, I mean, it definitely was a spur of the moment decision because none of us really saw that coming. Like, I mean, kind of, but at the same time, uh, I liked the idea of him shirking the idea or like the responsibility of being like somebody. Was it Dan? Was like, you know, your Mandoran son, you're a vampire werewolf, you don't you're exist in all the like any of the other. You own the manor and shit. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I I like the rest. idea of just saying fuck all to that <laughs> and just like turning his back and being like, nah, man, I did that. It wasn't good for my soul. It wasn't good for me. I just need to hunker down. I found God damn it. D Wiz. I'm sorry, but <laughs> yes, we, we liked it God several it. times. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, do we want to do a last question? Um, did you guys have any questions about the campaign at all that you wanted answered? Or? Yes. yes. I have a list. Yes. So many. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can, uh, let me pee real fast. Okay. okay. I'm too. sorry. I'm going to beat you there. Okay. Can I? All right. No. Two, two minutes and I'll be back guys. Or I guess after Billy. Lindsay, what were some of your questions? We can answer those. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are individual ones or Yeah, do those while Seth and Billy are gone. Okay. Um Guys, we are almost mm-hmm. done. We had no idea how long this was. Yeah, take. we really didn't. <laughs> We're learning as we go. Oh, oh. Do you think Tamar will regret choosing Ascension? I have no idea. And that that is all dependent on what Ascension brings him. Like as far as like people on the material plane Tomar would intend to visit them and catch up with them as much as possible whether or not he's allowed to do those things is kind of up to Seth so um, whether or not he'll regret it is kind of totally up to that 
because Tomar was already leaving the homestead to try and find the dwarves in other countries mm -hmm. in the two years since the the war ended. So, I mean, he's always been kind of distant. So, I don't know. Probably not. He probably wouldn't regret it because he has more power now and he can use that to help people. Okay. Yeah. Same question for Gorbel. No. She has cool cigarettes now. <laughs> yeah. I get the cool cigarettes. I feel like I leveled up with my potential partners. So, I'm looking forward to whatever happens. Gorbel's future is bright. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um... Is Gorbel okay? Like, after all that family stuff and the deal with her ex and then, you know, Lufrig and all that stuff, she had it pretty rough. Is she doing okay? Thank you for acknowledging that. <laughs> yeah, it's me. This Aww. is me, I feel. <laughs> um, the Lufrig stuff, I think we were, we had already determined that we were going to bring Lufrig back. We do mm -hmm. have his head in a bag. But the trauma of seeing him had this, like... That's that real. That yeah, sucked. Yeah. But it was also an extremely intense moment, so I I feel like I was able to compartmentalize that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the family stuff. I do have some questions for Seth about that. That the whole every like revelation that we had about our parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bothers me yeah, <laughs> yeah, a yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I. I feel like the entire campaign we were just figuring out that our parents were like very flawed individuals and each time we learned something about them it was kind of like, oh. I don't know if he was mm -hmm. intending this either. Like I was thinking more existentially about it. Like you there is a point when you as an adult realize that your parents weren't like these perfect people. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had these weird pasts and they did shit like that. I I don't know if he was intending to make an analog to that, but it very much like drove that point home. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of feel, we kind of felt like we were pawns of what our parents did. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But I, I did like that element. I, I kind of like that our parents weren't, you know, perfect people who <laughs> and they were they were a little bit more nuanced and had their own shit going on that didn't revolve around us right yeah here's like one, normal parents here's one for billy uh, -oh. uh does willem regret not talking to gorbel about sending her mother to the sunlight plane until the last moment know. who's that from that's from d rose Right. <laughs> Your answers are so succinct. I think oh. when it came down to it, he Obviously. did eventually say, you know, he copped to it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's like need to know basis. It didn't need to know. And it turned out okay. Yeah, it turned out fine. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> the fact that me withholding that information made everybody be like, <gasps> is it? Why is he doing that? Is he a bad guy? Is he the traitor? <laughs> is he the traitor? And I'm just like, no, nah, that bitch asked me to fucking kill her. That is, <laughs> I did her a service. That is a question I do want to ask because I'm pretty sure it's Rory, but I'm still not like mm. completely like, is he the traitor? Oh, yeah. Or was there somebody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or was he just like a pawn in that whole thing? Because I had a thing with Rory. We were friends. So um, I'm assuming it was Rory. But I want to know more about why, and I want to know what happened to him. I know he like turned to ash and probably died, but why 
you know, where do you go? <laughs> yeah, there was, I, I made notes of like the, the clues or whatever that he gave us about who the traitor was. Long hair snake, curly <laughs> straw colored hair, tall, thin. Our notes are really. The really raven good. ring. Curly Wait, nope. straw covered hair. That's like Zyko. Right? <gasps> he wouldn't. No. Man, I want to take more notes next time. Yeah, that's uh, our plan. We so will hopefully we, remember more that. Our way. note taking in this campaign was, was just shit. like the notes tab on D and D Beyond. Speak for yourself. Mika's been doing it differently, but we all forgot stuff. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Mine just don't make sense. I'm trying to learn <laughs> OneNote because you can like search names of shit in yeah, there. Yeah, OneNote's dope. Uh, and I'm gonna take way more notes next time because. Seth's, uh, the way he does plots and campaigns and stuff is very, like, there's a lot of moving parts, so. Mm -hmm. Um, Seth, big question here that we want, like, confirmed. Uh, (laughs) everyone is asking. It's the hottest question so far. Uh, who was the traitor for sure? Oh. Well, since you guys didn't get to the bottom of that, that will 100% be something that campaign two. No. God damn it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. And that's not, that's not like a, that's not a, uh, like a fuck you answer. That is a very important plot point for campaign two so, because yeah. you guys never got wow. to the bottom of it. Okay. So, so it's not Rory, but what? It's not Rory. Rory was part of it. Uh, part of it. It's I, own thing. Yeah. But there was another element. So oh, is he dead, on. dead? Like he's dead. And why did he? Why did he trait? <laughs> that is stuff why that I cannot tell you. Damn it! Oh, hey, so I have notes here, and I want confirmation that these are in fact <laughs> regarding the traitor because the, the way that we were just commenting on how shitty most of our notes are. Uh, it says long hair snake and curly straw colored hair, tall, thin. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you you describing me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what I had uh, for trader notes. Curly. That's no, what I, I had my for trader notes. Anymore, I'm I'm struggling to try and figure out why 20 years later that'll still be a thing. Oh, but. don't you guys worry. <laughs> Fucking sleeper cells. If there's one cells. thing I can do, it's piece things together to make them fuck you over. Um. All right. Asshole. All right. What do you got, Lindsay? Oh my gosh. Um. For me. Oh, I thought you were said there was one more question. I was just going, I have a good ending one from myself, if, uh, you know, to my own. <laughs> I asked myself it's a question. So, <laughs> Lindsay, why are you the best? Do no, horrible I mean, parents, like, all of us, like, but, yeah. end up together? That is something that we will have to see. Oh, there was man. a way that you guys could have resolved that situation at the end. Really? Yes. What? There were several ways, in fact. <laughs> Probably not. With his memory, <laughs> but... Here we are. Okay. So well, someone has to ask. I'm not just going to do these <laughs> oh. things for people without them asking me first. Uh, so they were asking if we'd give more info about our characters for camping Two. probably not this time. Uh, as we get closer to the release of the next campaign, we will release more info about that. Yes. Um, and we could maybe <laughs> say something. One of the questions I think, I had, or maybe someone had, um, was something that we're looking forward to with the next, with our next players. Oh, with our next characters? Yeah, our next characters. I'm really... Something different. I'm really excited to be more morally gray. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> That'll be interesting. I feel like Tomar was already yeah, morally correct. that's gray. scary. I think Tomar uh, fell more on like a, mm. a straight and narrow, like he deviated he, quite a bit. <laughs> he made some dude kill his friend. Yeah, that was, that was that, one time. It though. was pretty much That's pretty morally yeah, gray. I think that, that made it pretty gray. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Fucking high and mighty shit don't stink ass motherfucker. <laughs> okay, less uh less regimented, less uh uh more chaotic. F- yeah, exactly. Hmm. Less fitting in one box. Less okay. of a dork. Yeah, less of a dork for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Dwiz. Uh yeah, what about you, Lindsay? Um I'm excited to know more of what I'm doing. Because I just didn't really with Pinwin, um, just because it was pretty new. So that's one big thing. I'm excited about my character and my racing class is really fun. Um, and yeah, uh, it'll be different. But I'm yeah, I'm excited for what's going to be different about it too. Which I yeah, you'll find out more soon. But yeah. Gor- not Gorble, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Speaking uh, of role sorry, playing, that's, yeah, that's I'm between e- us. I'm excited to play a character that um, kind of draws from some other aspects of my own personality, and I'm excited to play someone who is um, a little less stressed. Yeah. More carefree. Yeah. Very much that. Then Seth is going to ruin it with yeah. all the chaos. And all the, the burdens of the world. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> um, Billy, right. what about you? Yeah, Billy. Uh, I mean, kind of, you guys kind of took the cake. Uh, that's pretty much it as well. I am looking forward to being beholden to actually role playing a, a different personality. Um, that's not just analogous to me, um, to a degree, um, like having to be somebody else and actually playing a role. Yeah. Um, and I've said it a bunch of times to you guys, I know, and you're probably sick of hearing it, but I'm very excited to just be starting fresh and Mm -hmm. having that like clean slate of like information, uh, stats, abilities and stuff, and just being able to really, hone in and just spend time and stew with a new character and just kind of come into that character. Right. I'm real excited about that. Stressed and excited. <laughs> I am excited to introduce a whole fleet of new NPCs with new voices Yay. and all sorts of shit. Um, uh, yeah, yes. I, that's gotta be stressful. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, Thank God. Yeah, and then <laughs> may, I, I would be like fucking <laughs> shitting my pants. There would be poop in my pants and maybe flavoring it by having some, you know, returning NPCs. You know, yeah, I mean, it's only been 20 years, so it's possible that some other people can show up that you guys know. Speaking of cake, thank you, Dwiz, for yes, the fucking cake. Dwiz, thank you Should so much. Should we show the cake? Yeah, yeah show, the, we show cake. the cake. Get the cake. Get the cake. You gonna get it? All right, you got it. Dwiz gave us a cake, and he, he went all the way back to snack chat. <laughs> One of the many times we were fighting about it's, food. It's frosted over. So, uh, yeah, it, it says, says bodega. bodega. Oh god, this is gonna end terribly. Yeah. Don't drop the cake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. so excited. That was a that was, was very sultry to most. Ninety degrees Vanna oh, yeah. White uh, cake. Yes, he 
He went all the way back in the archives when we were talking about having the <laughs> the ice cream cake in the trunk and it melting and everything like that. And so he got us an ice cream cake that says Bodega. So thank you so much. Yeah. Bodega. Liz. Bodega to you, good sir. And mm-hmm. a good Bodega to And also with your soul. And, 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 and also with you. Bodega. <laughs> and, and a Bodega to, to your family. <laughs> so I'm sure you're all wondering the big thing. When um, is campaign two? We do... We do need to take a break <laughs> to prepare, get things situated. We will have content coming weekly still as we go. <laughs> Trevor, July, we already know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, campaign two, the first episode we have so far, it might be, it might change, but our scheduled time is July 22nd. Thursday, July 22nd is when campaign two will start. Um, and yeah, like I said, up until then, we'll have more content for you. Um, thank you all so much for supporting us yeah. for the whole time. Yeah, we really we love you. We never so thought that there'd be people like inspired by what we do or willing to back us financially to or, do this. Yeah, yeah. Or even listening in the yeah. first place. It's still not real to me. No. And I, you know, and we've, you know, we've obviously got, you know, more patrons that weren't able to attend. So, you know, those of you who weren't able to attend and, you know, are, are listening now, we really appreciate that. It's mm-hmm. been, it's, it's been awesome to be able to interact with you guys and to, yeah. I you mean, know, be now, able to provide a service. Now that, that we've done it like this, like it's, it's you fun. You know what, pool boy? We were all all right, pool boy. We were all like a little nervous about doing something like this, Um, but it's been really fun and really cool interacting with Chad as we've been doing it too. So yeah, it's something we definitely plan to do more of in the future. So, Um, but yeah, uh, just yeah, like I think people. Like we, we interact with you guys and we caught that, uh, (laughs) we appreciate it. So I don't, I don't want you guys to ever think that, you know, it's just, you know, oh yeah, these are our patrons or anything like that. Like, you know, in our own private chat, we, we chat about you guys all the time. Sometimes, you know, we even say nice things, but, uh, uh, no, we really, we genuinely appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're, our numbers grow every day for like our months are just getting bigger and bigger for, um, you know, how many downloads we get. And so, we we appreciate those those of you who have you know taken the time to to donate and interact and and and, and spread the word. Yeah, yeah, sharing is huge. Yeah, lots of that's a lot the of hearts, awesome. <laughs> a lot of green hearts. So I appreciate <laughs> that. One for everyone. One for everyone, indeed. Uh-huh. Mine's the littlest one. <laughs> I feel so. Oh, much Billy, love. don't tell people about your little heart. It's <laughs> <laughs> privileged there. information. The, the doctor isn't even sure yet. <laughs> Look. <laughs> We're saving up money, and I'm gonna be able to get the surgery soon. I'm really <laughs> oh, excited no, about it. Oh no, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Pills at the gas station. <laughs> little heart pills? <laughs> yeah, it's in the machine in the bathroom. Um, oh, for the little hearts. <laughs> oh, hey, so, uh, Seth. Question. Oh, we're still asking questions. All right. Was there? Yeah. I, I mean, I have an entire list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Maybe we should. I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you want to do it with do this, this nah, or nah, if you just want to. Let's fucking do it. Fucking. Okay. Who gives a shit? Did All I miss right, something important in my bag of holding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss a lot of them? Several things. Oh shit. Oh, I, I made a Twelve <laughs> Days of Christmas, but like a bag of holding joke. I'll post it in the Discord. <laughs> All right. Who else has got a question? Um. I is do. oh. <laughs> 
But go, because I'm is, getting the joke I am, song. I have so many. Sev. Well, ask one. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I don't even think there's that much once content. I, like, once I stopped and was like, what questions do I have for everyone? It, it just, I went <laughs> and I questions. kept going. Um, okay. So is Aro actually bad? Yes. Aro, I mean, Aro was a victim a of point. circumstance. Aro, you guys fucked Aro over in a different timeline and he took revenge. How many Aros appeared yeah. in this campaign? Two. Okay. Mm. All right. I knew there was an alternate are all up in there. Is Drake mad we didn't help him with the mushrooms? No. Oh, good. He could care less. <laughs> Billy, you can go ahead. Okay, I go now. Not now. <laughs> Not now. Oh. Okay, um, so I have like a couple, I'll do a couple rapid fire ones that are just yes, no questions. Okay. Did we bring back Koth? Uh, no. Fuck. You should have asked me <laughs> before did, I left. Did Hazel stay at the Belderac to raise the kiddos? Yes. Did Rothia ever get better at baking? No. <laughs> Is Mort okay? No. <laughs> oh, no. He's Orkay. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's Is good. Lewin still the Thorn City God? Oh, please. <laughs> Thorn City God. Uh, stay tuned. No. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um. All right, somebody else can go now because my the rest of mine are more in depth. What does that orb that I was to protect do? I told you in chat. Oh, <laughs> okay. Keep that on the DL. Yeah. Did we bring back Lufric? That is what I asked Gorble. So why don't you tell them? I already said that yes because that was already discussed. Yeah, Tomar did say he would, and he, that's why he grabbed the head. So that makes sense. Check. Did we bring back the boy king? No, that was impossible. That was oh, established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was also like I didn't think we were planning the, on it. <laughs> at, by the point we got to that, it was. I think like, we were like, oh yeah, gross. No. Maybe it'd be better did, if we did. Did we bring back uh, Penny Lively? Uh, that's up to you guys. Yes. Hmm. She was my friend. I mean, if Willem asked it of me, then I would spend twenty five thousand gold to do that. Wow. I didn't know you cared that much about Penny Lively, but hey. She was my friend. She was good to us. And she she deserved that fate. She was good to all you guys. Did we bring back Dildane? No. Man, there are so many people. But also stay tuned. Oh, Oh, the Dildane is mad. (laughs) It rides again. (laughs) He's going to be like a Davy Jones ghost. Tomar created like a... Like a, a trading route through the Belderock, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Are there any? Is there any bad juju around that? Since it's like a religious spot. So that's an interesting question. But the thing that is most primary to Wirecrag is Wirecrag is a god of, of trade. The forge, and the mm-hmm. trade that goes through Wirecrag is mostly like unlocking the ancient secrets of forging and weapons Mm. and armor and things like that. So that is their major trade that they're pushing out and bringing through. So this pleases, this pleases Wirecarag. Nice. And it will have far reaching effects into campaign. And consequences. Sometimes consequences. (laughs) Cool. But sometimes consequences could be good. Does anybody else have another one? Um, I mean, I definitely do, but, um, I'm going to save him. I mean, I feel like a lot of them will come up next yeah. campaign. Oh. So I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing that with mine too. Um, um, this might have been answered, but what happened to Ember? Ember, Ember, and her mother were able to 
find kind of like a happy medium of life in uh, Starhost, okay. and that's where they they kind of Sands Beldam. Sans Beldan. Yeah. Also with Beldan. Bell Sans. Stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> man. That cleric yeah. beast ass motherfucker. Yeah, were you surprised that we just displaced the, him? That <laughs> was an amazing way of handling that situation. Yeah. So, yes, a little bit of surprise. Um, now he's just fucking in the Starlight. Pl- oh, at least last we knew. Yeah. Just in the Starlight. And we plane. all know that the only people who can use magic in the Starlight Plane are the three Archfey brothers. Well, if any of you two. have last second questions, make sure. Yeah, if you have any any plot stuff. Um, is Yales evil? You wouldn't do that to me, would you? Yales is not evil. Oh, no. thank. I think God. you should explain more who Yales is because that was That's not. That's who Penwin on... ended up marrying. Oh yeah, that wasn't on the podcast. Yeah. So, okay, so. Yales was performing at, we went to some fancy like concert venue thing and had whimsy for the first time, that drink we always mentioned. And then um, that's actually where we met Mandoran. He was a janitor, um, but then he ended up being Mandoran, so it was crazy, but Pinwin ended up befriending him. But yeah, one of the performers during that performance was um, someone playing the lute, and it was someone who this... Yeah, woman, Yules, who... Beautiful woman, beautiful voice, captivating. Yeah, super good at the lute. Like, yeah, just completely blew him away. And so, yeah, she was in Deepminster, and he wanted to cycle back to find her again. Um, And, yeah, that's who he ended up marrying and having kids with. But it really sucked, because she was with Mandoran, so it'd suck if she was evil, so I was worried. Well, nice. Yeah. Um... Is there anything huge that I forgot? Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. There are several huge things you forgot. Yeah. But that's oh, okay. All that's did. all part of it. Yeah. Okay, so M asked, what's your favorite game outside of D&D, tabletop, oh. RPG? Wait, 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 wait. Before we get into that, I have one more podcast question. Okay, go. If What would have happened if Willem had picked a different combination when he was in the thing? Like, is would there have been a chance of just defeating the great adversary in that room there. So I will say you got the, probably the second best configuration. Um, there was no like insta kill, but there was one that would have immediately removed, uh, the first level, Uh, which would have been the, the, the best case scenario. You were able to lop off a lot of HP and, and one of the limbs. Nice. Um, and you also, all of you together, with your your choices during that moment were what decided how far into the future mm. uh, things are, which will become much more apparent in in campaign two. Jesus. And I'm ho- I'm hoping it'll be like a aha moment when you mm. kind of play it back and like, oh, that's why it's twenty years later. So shit, 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 shit. Mm. Cool, 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 cool. Would there have been a combination that like buffed? The oh, great adversary. Yeah, there there was one bad really bad combination. <laughs> okay. And that's that's the the one I was most concerned about. But yeah. Sweet. Awesome. I like right. it. How about okay, so Sorry. outside of D D, what games have you guys liked that are your favorite that are not D D? I mean so many. Uh most prevalently for me, Kingdom Death, as far as like board games go. I'm a I'm a sucker for Kingdom Death. Um, I was playing Genshin Impact for a while uh, <laughs> when I when we moved. I was you know I I didn't have a job for like a month, so I was 
spending all day applying places and playing Genshin Impact, and I got pretty fucking good at that game. <laughs> I was like on the Reddit threads and stuff, just figuring out the best combinations. And uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, lately not much of anything. I've downloaded the um, the the new version of Oregon Trail for the iPhone. Ugh. That was pretty fun, actually. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I mean, hate that. Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking you. Uh, I don't have a lot of background in tabletop role playing games. Uh, I love board games. I'll play any board game, but most of my gaming RPG gaming was on video game consoles. I'm a big fan of Western RPGs. I love the Bioware games. I love the Elder Scrolls games, Fallout, uh, stuff like that. Um, Anything with like a rich lore that you can like unearth as you play, I'm into that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, board games count. I really enjoyed Adventure Time Munchkin and uh, Boss Monster, but that's one where no one wants to play with me, but it's really fun. Yeah, Boss Monster is dope. I don't play a lot of games. That's fair. <laughs> I am. A- very unfamiliar with any video game and tabletop games don't have a ton of experience with those um board games hasn't come up much um my family has an ongoing farkle tournament there's a trophy (laughs) names get added to it wow i made i i i'm on there now nice billy Um, has a crokinole board yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Crokinole. Boggle is also a big game. Boggle is sick. But she so yeah, these pencil. aren't these aren't fun ones. These are kind of lame ones. <laughs> no, nah, man. If you guys don't know Crokinole, stop play that stop shit. playing D and D. Play Crokinole. <laughs> yeah. It's got everything that you ever need in a tabletop <laughs> yeah, Drew, experience. Uh, it is fun. Our friend Drew Iowa knows Drew, but he brought it over one night, and we were all just fucking obsessed with it holy yeah. fuck it turned into hey we're just gonna hang out and drink and have a good time and it turned into a it's 3am and, and we're, we're doing a crokinole tournament yeah. <laughs> it's fucking stupid we cursed our ancestors and our progeny in the future <laughs> playing crokinole yep yep it's awesome anyway do we have any more questions I don't think so. If you guys have any that we didn't answer, just put them in chat and then we will try and answer Mm -hmm. them. But other than that, I've got a question for you guys. I want you guys to tell me what, uh, what NPC, I think we started talking about this at the beginning, but I want to know which NPC Mm. was you guys' favorite of the entire campaign, Uh. not just on the podcast. Uh. And I want to start with, we're, you know, we'll go right to left, or I guess for them it's, it's stage right to, (laughs) Or no, stage left. No, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Stage right. Stage right. Stage, stage right. Up. Um, I don't know, man. Probably with... Uh, I don't want to do the obvious one. I'm going to just say... <laughs> What's Zyko? the obvious one? Zyko. Zyko. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm just going to say Wyra, just because of <laughs> the possibility of what she has ahead of her and... Like a character who has that legacy of, oh, my dad brought home back to the dwarves and he relit the Soul Forge, but now I have all this expectation. Like, I think that origin is fucking awesome as a character, and I'm mm-hmm. really curious to see what happens to her. So, yeah. all right, very nice, uh, Lindsay. 
Um, I mean, yeah, obviously Zyko. I felt like Zyko and Pinman should have been cousins, but um Turns out Gorbel and Zyko were cousins. Yeah. But um other than that, I really liked the little guy that Willem picked up and just was like putting in front of us the whole time in the Jeff? House. Jeff, Jeff, he worked yeah, his voice oh, was Bubba's. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had a funny voice. I liked him. <laughs> Are you mad at that? No. <laughs> he was there like two seconds and I'm like, you know what? I like him. Oh, I like Drag too. Forgot about Drag. Duh. <laughs> And motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dreg. Um, <laughs> you're all welcome for that yeah. perfect pun. Everyone Point left. Points. Everyone left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> points if uh, anybody can uh, remember Dreg's wife's name. Ooh. Other than Seth, obviously. No. <laughs> you know none of us remember that, no, no. Billy. <laughs> no? Do you remember? Driga. There wow. you go. Yeah. Drag and Driga. It's just Drigo. I mean, drag without facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got? My favorite NPC is Calcifer. Because he's your daddy. <laughs> no, your dungeon because daddy. Because I think. I oh, love. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> give me the stick. Sorry, it's me. Don't give her the stick. <laughs> <laughs> I like Calcifer for the following reasons. <laughs> Reason the first. I I like a villain that has like an element of humor and like goofiness. I like a combination of kind of creepy humor. I I think that's fun. I think it just I like it so much more than something that's just straight up scary. Um I also loved the the whole thing where he like he was there but he wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. It was super annoying and really frustrating, but I think that's what I liked the most about it. Oh, Seth, why did he voice. dance all the time? Oh yeah, love the oh, dancing yeah. too. So you guys kind of touched on it. Uh, he had ants in his pants. He had ants in his pants. Because <laughs> he's dance. based on you. No. Um, so. It was an element of Roshgal's personality that was kind of, you know, kind of, it kind of pushed forward, but also the master and his influence over him. So this is something that we didn't get to touch on because you guys kind of like too stupid to figure it out. No, but the questions weren't really asked. The, if you guys had ever rolled insight on his dancing, Wow. It would have been thieves can never. Oh my God. One time. And it would have been, wow. It would have had some secret messages in there. Oh, wow. never again will I forget to roll insight yeah. on dance. Holy wow. shit. I'm inciting everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, next, next campaign, campaign I'm rolling insight dances, on a fucking worm. <laughs> what the fuck? He was... You're dancing. Oh, fuck you. Insight. Like, what is this? Worm? How do we not ever ask that? Or like, oh, what kind of dance man. is he doing? We're or so mean to you. we're <laughs> About what kind? It was kind of like we a rumba, wasn't it? I love that. Yeah, I'm like, so you guys never did this. You guys are like, you fucking idiot! I'm you. Fuck you. I guess now I have to do this. <laughs> oh, is somebody trying to join now? Who is it? Is it Darkstar again? Baby, yeah. come back. You can. Oh, he can. He can. He can hop in just and for the goodbye. And I just hopping in for the goodbye. Well, Billy has to. Yeah. Say his favorite NPC. Eh, Billy doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> Welcome back, Dark Star, <laughs> to the D20 Syndicate, Syndicate Podcast. Oh, with it's it's horrible. 
This is the shit we edit out, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, that and every song oh. we come up with. Yeah, so no, many we, songs. We've kept some of them. We right have. Backpack. Sorry, the go, go ahead. Uh, the stick is yours. I have the power. Love he man. Um, I have a top three. <laughs> wow. All right, you sick. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. A, I'm pulling a pinwin here. Gonna pull the pinwin <laughs> on this grenade. I like Lance. I'm trying to like suss out because it's constantly shifting. Just I like Sterling. You say yeah, you like. Oh, you can, thank, you can thank uh, Iowa for Sterling. Oh, shit, that was D-Wiz. Good job, man. Good job. Nice. Sterling was dope. He was cool. Sterling's cool. I like Sterling. Um, I do like Dreg, but like the top, the, like the third spot is like oh, neck and neck. I'm going to give it to Dreg. Okay. All right. Lance, okay. Sterling, and Dreg. Who yep. was the other one? Yeah. Now we're curious. I, I Yarfrey. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm biased, though. Ooh, I also really loved Aura. Aura. Yeah, Aura was great. Great. So sweet. What about you guys? Put it in chat what your favorite was. Yeah. Before we go. Okay. Yeah. Any other questions that we have? I think we got them. Um, yeah. Favorite yes. NPC, Trevor. Every single question. <laughs> Come on, Trevor. Could have been. I had one one question <laughs> that I don't think we'll have time to answer, but it was just um, compliments about each other and our characters and what yeah, we, we loved time most for the, we about don't have time each for that. of us. <laughs> we already sucked we our did. own dicks at the end of the <laughs> actual <laughs> podcast. So that's yeah. true. Um, it's true. Yeah. It is known. Well, so say we all. Everyone saying Zyko, Zyko. I have spoken. <laughs> oh, okay, Iowa, chill out. Man, um, if you're going to make Zyko bad, I'm going to be so upset. Zyko is in campaign one, lady. Like, <laughs> you don't need to be worried about him. Or should you? But he's going to have like some like dope. It's, yeah, it's only 20 years later. Dope so. pepper hair. Like he's getting older. He's getting the George Clooney. <laughs> Yeah, he'd only be Shut up, Trevor. There's no way Hazel was your favorite. <laughs> you didn't even know her name. <laughs> you don't need no Lion piece of shit. <laughs> she don't need no man. He Nobody like liked she Hazel. Was, she was completely She was like, just trash. She sucks. <laughs> Speaking of Hazel, the the uh her like nurse. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I love the there was an lady. episode that I edited where <laughs> Tomar goes, oh, what was your name again? And you just fucking lose it. Like, what the fuck would you ask me? <laughs> and I played that 20 fucking times. Yes, and I and loved it. The nanny was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. I loved her and her, she was willing to stand up to a, basically a demigod. Yep. Just yep. because. She was not having any shit. Yep. Mm -hmm. She was a tough cookie. I liked her. I also really liked Kurdu. Kurdu was a bro, man. Never trusted Brom. <laughs> he He's a traitor. He wasn't a traitor. He had I mean, a bad day. His name is Brom. We set him up for failure, I feel. I feel like that's like one of those naming conventions where it's like, you know when you named that kid that they were going to grow up to do deplorable things. Wow. <laughs> like a Damien. Wow. wow. Sorry to all the Brahms out there. Who was the pilot of Willem's <laughs> airship, dad Billy? is a Brom. He's not. Oh, uh, Rufus. Rufus. Yeah. Rufus was cool. Oh, fucking, yeah, that was the other one that was, like, kind of edging out Dreg was, um, oh, God, now I can't, I can't remember his name. Vocha? Vocha, thank you. Oh, oh yeah. Vocha, Vocha was tight. Yeah. Okay. Vocha and disappeared and into Herc. the night. So hot. <laughs> 
loved it. Who I imagine it? him as like Matthew McConaughey from Reign of Fire, but with a twirly mustache and bald. Yeah, yeah. He he was Wait, bald. Was he bald? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he was yeah. bald. Yeah. He was bald and he was fucking yeah. dual crossbows. <laughs> All right, yeah. I have a question for Michaela. Which was the hottest NPC? Calcifer. Bag it. I. That's your dad. <laughs> Oh. Shush! <laughs> Not my daddy. That's <laughs> Um I would s- probably Vocha. Oh, Vocha or Dirk? I'm sorry. All right, you you patrons in the chat, who is the hottest NPC? Can we praise? Um, I like the ones who are most like you. Can we praise Mika's it. acting? By the way, she just said Dirk was one of her favorites. But yeah. she was just mm-hmm. doing the stoic yeah, that's, that's fuck true. off the whole time. <laughs> Dirk is kind of like you, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Dirk true. is me with a southern accent. Yeah. I would say Durant is probably the hottest. <laughs> Durant turned out uh, to be also kind maybe of evil, evil though. Now he maybe is he's evil. Don't, he's a dragon! I'm going to think everyone's evil yeah, now. But Trust like, no is one. a dragon going <laughs> to take you out on a Saturday night? <laughs> Dirk would. I mean, they'd be a quick ride. <laughs> Gross, Tomar. I was doing. Okay. <laughs> I was doing them. I'm Tomar. It's not Tomar. Did you know Vocha's why I was a ranger? Back to Vocha. That's part of where I got that from Pinwin. And why I quit being Lewin. Because I got to play Vocha a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You play, I had the party split up. And oh, playing Maury Mudfury was the yeah. highlight of my career, probably. <laughs> playing Herc was... That was a nope. great voice, yeah. Thank you guys all did Sorry, fabulous. everyone, that we, like, took a lot of your night. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we we'll had fuck no off idea now. how long we're, this would Yeah, we, we were like, yeah, hour and a half, maybe two hours tops. Well... Should oh, we, uh, we actually have to fuck off. Yeah, now. we we do. We've we've reached the apex. Our baby is here. Um, he just drove up. Yeah, <laughs> he was watching M the dogs agreed. at the house. <laughs> well, I don't know if thanks. she's bringing him down or not. Thanks so much, everyone, for participating in this first AMA. Yeah, this has been. Uh, dope. Yeah, we've yes, we've really enjoyed you. it. We've obviously had a bunch of fun, and. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> Lindsay's mom is dropping off the baby. The baby, and, she, like and she's talking. Um, <laughs> just rolling down the stairs. <laughs> no, just figure it out. Out. Fit. <laughs> Billy Ball, Billy yes. Ball, Billy. Um, but yeah, uh, so thanks for listening, folks. Uh, thanks, you know, for participating. Chad, in this. Thanks to yeah, Chad Pfeiffer for that we beautiful background you. music. <laughs> Uh, that was Adrian Von Ziegler does the beautiful background music. Yeah, Chad Piper true. does an awesome intro, intro song. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you guys want to see oh, a baby? Oh, there's I a baby. You do. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> that's a baby. <laughs> Look, he's dancing like Calcifer. <laughs> yeah. Now, Calcifer is more like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the way that you dance. <laughs> that's, that's all I do. Yeah, so for those of you at, at home who wondered how exactly he was dancing, he just does like the shimmy. And he would be like, hey, guys. But yeah, um, I think that's it. We really appreciate it, as we said. Um, uh, yeah, it, it really means a lot to us that you guys could, you know, take three hours out of your Saturday evening to sit and watch us just fucking jerk each other off about this campaign. Thank <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you for us. Yeah, oh, he's going to learn. Trust me, he's Tomas. He student. always tries. Oh, he, we learned it from <laughs> Billy. <laughs> I learned it by watching you. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you've been sitting here for three hours, Trev. Sorry. Yeah, you just time traveled, baby. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for yeah. supporting yes, us. Thank being you. Here for it the means journey. so much. We love you. We love you. We are beholden to you. Goodbye. Good we'll, we'll do another one of these eventually, but stick around for campaign two. Love you. Goodbye. Good night. Good night.